1: Broadcasting from America's finest digital studios, this is the 5.5 Podcast. Today, the guys are joined by Stephen Woods from Ben and Woods on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Here are your hosts, Danny Ortiz and Eric LeBou.
2: It's
0: and Welcome back, everybody, to the 5.5 podcast. As we get lost in the woods, we have a very special guest, as you guys said. You're so heard. fucking cheesy, dude. Shut up. It's funny. It's funny. I work with Ben Higgins, so. Yeah, <laughs> take that. I'm just used to it. it. Yeah. He's used to it. But, anyways, we have a very special guest. This is the biggest guest we've ever had. Stephen Woods is here.
1: Probably literally and figuratively, both. We right? have Kevin Charity on a lot. No, no oh, okay. No. Charity <laughs> trumps right. you.
0: You're taller, so there's more to It's uh, true. It's s- more to spread. Yeah. I hide it a little better. I'm
1: slimmer. I get the. Uh, I'm like 240. Okay. I'm 6'1 240. So that's but I good. but I get the hey, you carry it pretty well. Like i am not it's not like hanging over the yeah. sides a little maybe a little bit uh, yeah. since the kid came, but
2: you have a great third baseman build.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> strangely enough, I've been playing a lot more third this year. Uh yeah. so there's that, but yeah, I'm uh you guys asked me when I walked in, you know, how was your father's first Father's Day? Yeah, And yeah. It, it was uh terrible. It was Really? Yeah, it was really it was cool. Until we had our game, mm-hmm. and then it sucked. Like I, so I'll start here. See, look at this thumb. Oh, Jesus you, Christ, dude. dude! Lord, what did you do? So today? I'll
0: let the listeners know. It looks flat. It's like you dropped a cinder block on it's it. It's
1: black and blue. Uh, it hurts. Like it, you don't realize how much you use your thumb. Like you ever try to put your pants on? Yeah. Try to zip up your pants without <laughs> your thumb. Try to start your car without your thumb. Yeah. Try to. <laughs> Fucking crank one out without your thumb, dude. No figure four for you. No, I mean I. I had to go lefty, but. Um,
2: it literally looks like someone's big toe is yeah, on your thumb. I know. That's
1: insane. What did you do? So Saturday uh, we had a game in SDABL. We all play adult league, so we had a game and our pitcher gives up six runs in the first. Oh wow! Before we get an out, Oof. and we're like, great. So. He was just not ready. Just didn't warm up. Just, you know, he's high as a kite, I'm sure. So, (laughs) we get through the inning, and he's done. And so, I haven't thrown one inning this year, because I haven't had to. We have so much pitching on all my teams, but I'm like, I'm the only guy here. So, all right, I'll get loose. Arms should be great. Go out, throw it in the bullpen. I feel good. Arms, great. Two seam, cutter. Like, everything's working. I'm like, all right, cool. I go out. First batter of the year. First pitch. Strike. All right, second pitch. Strike. All right, this is great. Guy fights one off a cutter, off his fist, and he, but he gets pretty good wood on it, he goes up the middle, so I go to field it like a third baseman, oh, and it hits straight into my right thumb of my throwing hand, Oh, and I'm like, oh, fuck, so I pick the ball up, I get the out, and then I'm like, oh, no, I look down, and blood's coming out, and I look like Trevor Bauer in that playoff <laughs> game, and I'm like, and all I thought about was, dude, I got a playoff game Sunday, yeah. like, big day. I'm like, oh man, please be okay. And I was like, you know, going back and forth, trying to like stretch it. I'm like, please be okay. So I'm like, all right, get on the mound. Uh I'm like, give me a couple to warm up, three to the backstop, like, like over, like over the catcher's head. I'm like, and I walk off the mound. I'm just like. (laughs) <laughs> and I like shove it in my cooler. Nothing helped, dude. And then so I couldn't hit yesterday in our playoff game. Oh, dude! Not that I would have made a difference. We lost four to two to the eight seed. We were the one. Oh, oh, wow. oh that's oh. brutal. And it's the second year they've knocked us out, and they talk mad shit.
2: That's a rivalry
1: now. Yeah, it's now a rivalry, and they they have knocked us out two years in a row. I mean, we. You know, and it's on us, dude. I run the team, and I'm I'm telling guys, like, yo, like, stay in. Let's give them them our best (laughs) effort, dude. And, like, I think two guys hadn't slept. Um, You know, we just – our team is wild, dude, but we win. Like, and so – usually you're like oh you let it let it slide but i'm like dude you can do whatever you want as long as you ball out i don't I don't get you slam heroin between innings <laughs> like half the dugout's drunk yeah. you know everybody's on like greenies and, yeah. and addies and like i'm like dude i don't care what you do is let's just win you better if you are going to go out and party all night ball out
2: dude i never checked how did those eye drops work out for it's amazing you? really they're
1: amazing no yeah and like the whole now of course the whole squad's like would you got those drops? I'm like fuck, these things are expensive.
2: But <laughs> he like, he has like these Japanese eye drops. Really? And shit.
1: Yeah. yeah so Damian Jackson was telling us um, that all you know, everybody uses these things. And they get them from Japan, and he's like, they burn. They burn like a son of a bitch for like you know a little bit. It's yeah, nothing. If you've worn contacts, like if you've yeah. ever worn contacts, yeah. it's not gonna bug you. If right. you use Visine, it's not really gonna bug you. You use a couple drops and just keep your eyes closed. And it like sears and all the dirt <laughs> off, and then the balls coming in and you're like, oh, hello, Mr. Ceiling, like it's, it's like right there. So we all started using these things and and they're great. They're yeah. great. So I'm, I need to order some more. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's a bummer because we finished. We were like thirteen and two. Yeah. And we got bounced in that's the first rough. round.
2: Ugh. What was the other team's record?
1: Eight and eight. Oh shit! <laughs>
2: wow, that's a Mike McCoy team, dude.
1: It was on. <laughs> un- like we were we went to ten. They hit a two run homer in the top of the tenth. Four to two. We get our first two guys on, our ten hole and one hole hitter. Get on. Ugh. I got my two, three, four coming up. We're uh-huh. down two. I'm like, we got this. Yeah. Bogsy gets fisted, flies out to the pitcher.
2: Oh shit.
1: Next guy hits a deep shot in the gap. Caught. Oh no. My four hole hitter pops and it straight that, up.
2: Well, at that point, when you have two outs, you're still like, hey, I have a shot. We still got a shot. Because yeah. my
1: boy Berkey four hole can hit it out. Yeah. He's going to play at Arizona Christian. He's a stud. He plays short. He's a G. Oh, wow. And he just got under it, and we lose. And I'm just like, I walk off the field. My wife and Ken are there. First Father's Day, and I'm like, <laughs> it's noon, and I'm like, my whole fucking day is ruined. <laughs> it's ruined. Like, and if uh, you've yeah. ever run a team. Oh, yeah. You know how much goes into it. Yeah, it and It's just so much work, and it's money, and it's like. Oh, we need balls? Okay, I got it. 60 bucks here, 60 bucks there. No one thinks of that. Nobody ever. And, dude, all my guys, they all take it for granted. Right. You know, and I don't oh, need. Yeah. you don't need to put me on your shoulders and carry me <laughs> off if we win a game. Like, yeah. But what they don't realize is, yo, dude, I got to go to the meetings in Vista on mm-hmm. a Wednesday, you know, when I got to get up and do a morning show. I got to go, you know, handle all the scheduling. I got to send the emails. I got to track players down. I gotta, yeah. I got to build this team every year. And, like, they just don't appreciate what goes into it and when you are winning that's fine
2: it's right, it's fine but when you start losing then you're like "Oh nah, shit i'm not when, gonna do this anymore. i'm gonna go join the marlins you're right you're
1: like <laughs> and and, here here yeah and there's times when you're just like man my wife's like shut the fuck up you love it you yeah. love running it you're a control freak you like managing it you like being the guy that puts all together you know the uniforms like Dude, that went out of pocket, like, oh, yeah. probably seven bills. And
2: those are the A's uniforms.
1: Yeah. Like, those are sick And they're sick. And, yep. But, like, you know, I mean, somebody's got to pay for them. Somebody's yep. got to front fees and try to get it back and, like. Which <laughs> never works. It never works. You just, they don't think what goes into it. So, yeah, it's such a labor of love, and I love playing, and I, I do like running the team. But when you get bounced like that, I mean, it literally ruined my day. Yeah. I couldn't, and, like, Boggs was, like, he couldn't even, he's not even texting back. He's like, wow. I'm, he's like. So um, it filled over into Monday. No, oh, yeah, we're it. all like everyone's like <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Like we're all like, God, how did we, how did we do that again? You know, and uh, it, it really. But you know, the the Father's Day part in the morning before the game was great. Yeah. But really, the afternoon was just like we just lost a big game. I was kind of bummed out. Then I came home. Then we watched the Yanks lose. Watched the Pods lose. <laughs> the uh, Red Sox won I was like Fuck this <laughs> <laughs> We'll try this shit again Next year
2: man Yeah Well you know I was I was gonna say By the way It's always nice to see you When you're not standing 60
0: feet 6 inches
2: Yeah right. right For me personally well, I don't know about, How did you do against him I think
0: I did okay Yeah I made some contact A couple of bases He didn't own me did well, He own wow. carved me The fuck up I got Laboo pretty good I was yeah. telling Terry That it worked him. I'm like all it, it, it took one shot One change up and Eric swinging at a 58 foot changeup, yeah, and that was the end of it. And it's done. That's and all he saw. Cutters and changes. And I
1: don't pitch much anymore. Um, I've I at that time was definitely more of a pitcher than a hitter. And I put in so much work on hitting the last few years that I really love to hit now. And it's funny, I you guys all played high school ball. Oh yeah. I I hated hitting in high school because oh, I was really? terrible. Wow. I was not a good hitter, and I I was I'll admit I was scared. Like yeah. I thought when I was going up there, if I had this mentality at four at eighteen that I do at forty-two, I would have been great. But I was scared, man. I did in my mind. I'm like, you can't hit a curveball. You can't catch up to the heat. Like I had a, I stepped in the bucket. Like all this stuff, man. I love hitting now. I yeah. love it. It's so fun and and challenging. You know, um, every time. And, like, if I don't leave a game with a – and I think I, the last three games I didn't hit well, I, my average went down. I was below 300 this year for the first time in a long time. Knocked in a bunch of runs, but my strikeouts were way up. So, yeah. you start to think. You're like, man, I'm 42. This is uh, – The <laughs> clock is ticking. The clock's Another ticking time. a little bit. Yeah. And it's like you start thinking, you're like – all right, but I did get a knockoff that lefty from TJ that throws 88. Oh, like, yeah. I got a knockoff. And you're like, all right, I can still do that. It's like yeah. golf. You know, you and get, get was- one good shot and you're like, I'm oh, in. So I'm pretty hooked still, man. I'll be 43 in a month. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not quitting. Like, I'm working, I'm gonna work harder. To, well,
2: to it's play. like, you know, Father's Day, that's always a special day. Like, for me personally, I lost my dad a few years ago yep. um, to cancer. So, it's, we play on Sundays, mm-hmm. obviously. So, when uh, Father's Day comes around, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna hit one out for Pops mm-hmm. today, right? So, I go up there yesterday, I'm up there, bases are juiced, and I walk up, I'm like, fuck yeah, grand slam for dad, here it comes. I fucking struck out. Kay. Faces yeah. loaded. <laughs> Faces loaded. Fucking struck out. After that, I got walked twice and I got hit in my stomach. Yeah, so every... Which, after before my KC trip. How did you
0: have hit me. How did you
1: get hit
2: square in the stomach? I'm telling you, dude. Before my KC trip, the
1: ball would not have hit me.
2: <sighs> Man, that but trip looked that, so
1: good, though. It was amazing. Dude. That trip looked great. It I, was amazing. It's funny, dude, because I I think I've hit one bomb in the last few years. It was a shot out of West Hills mm-hmm. uh, to left field. That's a fucking big park. Oh, it is. That- and I hit a, I hit a hanging curve in the championship game and nice. out of there, uh, and it was the greatest uh, thing ever. But every time I go up, because we played a couple fields that are pretty reachable, and the minute I go up there thinking about trying to yak one, I'm done. You're done. I'm done. Like 100%. the best abs.
0: Speaking of yak.
1: Speaking one, of yak, who got one? Aaron Hicks just touched them all. Hicksy got one earlier too. Um, no, I, uh, my kind of new thing is just right center, right center, right center, right center. If I can, if I can, my approach is right center and I'm, and I'm on time, I'll go right center up the middle. If I'm early, I'll pull it. If I'm late, I'll go down the line. So I learned that from my boy Boggs who learned that from Tony Gwynn, you know, and and Tony was his coach and he grew up with him. And it's so funny. He tells me these stories about T Gwynn and how, (laughs) you know, I think it was hard for Tony. He didn't get it. Yeah, that's why he was an okay coach. Right. You know, an okay manager. And I think a lot of those guys like, just, that are super savants, they're not good managers because... His
0: wife said something like that about yeah, how he can't relate. He
1: doesn't get it. Yeah, he can't relate to a kid
0: who's not just... Tony, for all his hard work, just had it. He had it.
1: Yeah. Like, he put in the work, certainly. But he would tell Boggs, like, okay, Boggs, let me see. And he'd put the T And we we always work on really hard stuff in the cages, mm-hmm. like... We'll take the tee and put it basically like inside of our dick, you know, and like it's way. And so our goal is to try to shoot that ball as a right-hander to right center, and it's hard, but it it works. And yeah. we work on that. And Bog, Boggs would be doing it, and he'd be nubbing it off the tee. And Tony would go, Boggsy, you know that's terrible. Watch this, and he would just go, whack whack whack, and he hit fucking twelve balls in the same spot every time. And he's like, see, and he dropped the bat. Be like, all right, that's it. Oh, wow. and Boggs would be like, but. You're Tony Gwynn. Like, yeah. fuck you. Like, you can't. Not everybody can do what you do, man. Yeah, and nobody so can do what just, you do. I think he probably, I think that guy probably went to his office and shut the door and would be like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> these fucking kids, man. They don't They don't get it. They don't work hard. They're not good hitters. And it's like, Tony, you're Tony Gwynn. I mean, and, and I think I heard the same shit about Ted Williams. He was a manager. Like, that's why you don't see a lot of real Superstars yeah. being good managers. I, in rare. fact, I'm like racking my brain to think of any superstar, a Tony Guanatel Williams, who was a good manager.
0: How yeah. was Frank Robinson? Uh, he, was, he
1: was decent, I yeah. think. I he was well he respected. A long time. He did last a long time. That's probably that may be the best one. Yeah. I mean, the rest of them were all kind of dog shit. Dave yeah. Roberts. No. Matt Eggley's yeah, you know, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, he's he terrible. a lot for Yeah, some and he's just and he's, you know, he had the Dodgers, and they spent a lot of money, and he had plenty of chances to win it, and he never did, and now he's done. He's Miami, just <laughs> <Yeah>. he's fucked, <laughs> collecting but, a paycheck, really. Yeah, and it's just like, man, he and he, you know, he may be the closest thing to a superstar that's that's done well, but um, no, it's it's such a it's such a fun thing. You know, we take a lot of shit. Oh, you guys know anybody that plays adult ball? Oh, we take away. shit oh, on yeah. the show <laughs> like crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah, people always dog us for all that shit. But. And it's
1: like, you know, my thing is like, hey, man, it. it I wish you had something in your life that gave me, gave you as much joy as it gives me. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And, and it's the passion for it, and it's the, I mean, dude, when you're, when you guys wake up on Sunday on game day, like, oh, dude, it's fucking, I'm shit, great. like, shit in my pants. Like, I'm like, fuck, let's go, let's go.
0: Eric and I took, cause, this is how sweet Eric is. He got me a net, a screen yep. for my birth Christmas. Something like that. Something birthday or Christmas. I so got it for myself so I could use it. Really? Yeah, right. he, got, he got it for himself. But we use so we set up the screen and we do front toss. So yep. I played a little hooky last week that said, hey, I'm off. You wanna yeah. go hit? And so we go and hit and it's hard to explain, but it's like how much joy we get out of two sacks, yeah. soft tossing, you know, underhanding the ball to each other, hitting home runs in a Little League field and thinking, yeah. man, I can't fucking
1: wait to get out there on Sunday. I cannot wait. It's just a, it's just, I I guess. It's a lifesaver is you, what it is. If if it haven. is. It is. For me, I mean, honestly, I say that, and I'm not even kidding. Like, when I was in my 20s, and my 30s, uh, I was a big partier, huge, bad, like, name it. Right. Name it. and it was it was an every weekend thing and then i found adult ball and i was like you know i miss a couple games here and there i go party real hard and then do heroin in the yeah right (laughs) well then you realize you realize that you're killing like you're not good anymore you can't you can't go out and play hungover i can't play hungover now these days and so um then you're like man i'd rather just play well yeah so i'm gonna stay in on friday night And that's why, you know, my wife's like, why do you play Saturday and Sunday? I'm like, because if I don't, I may wind up face down in a gutter. Like, so for me, I don't want to be dramatic and be like, it saved my life. But it's definitely kept me out of a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. It keeps me. It's one of those things, too. Like, I'll work. The only reason I work out is to stay in shape for ball. That's it. Like, (laughs) I'm married. I don't. I got a hot wife. I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) Like, if I let myself go, she's not going anywhere. She's told me she's like. The only way you're out of this is in a fucking pine box. Wow! So, so she's
2: more than okay with you playing Saturdays and Sundays. So yeah, now she's kind of what like, a
1: fucking keeper. Genesis. Well, yeah, and she's like, you know, she—I mean, I swear to God, I could be 400 pounds. She wouldn't, she wouldn't leave me. I, oh, I she crazy. just, she's that loyal. And Are you so, gonna test that? No, and that's <laughs> and that's why I play ball because yeah. like, I, I it makes me go to the gym. It makes me want to, you know, do better. And and I'm gonna play, you know, till my kid is old enough to, you know, once he's ready for his lifestyle with it, then I jump full bore into that. And I'll probably still run tournament teams and stuff like that. You still play on Sundays. And still play on Sundays. And and I think she even is like, yeah, because I'm, Saturdays is getting to be a little much, you know, and, and this getting banged up too fucking hurts and I'm out for a few weeks anyway. Yeah. So, so tell
0: me about it. I have a torn LCL right now. Do you really? Yeah, I've been out for... How long have I been out a month? Like three or four weeks. He still voted for himself for the All-Star game. <laughs> why why, I'm why hitting, not? I'm hitting 300, 400, 500 on my slash line.
2: If I'd actually stuck it out, I had a shot... So you you talked about you know your son and when he gets old enough to play ball like yesterday was Father's Day and obviously you know you say you get excited to play the games and so on and so forth but what was it like like waking up your first time as a dad because I know you wanted it for a long time I did
1: man uh, I'll tell you uh, without embarrassment yesterday morning was extremely emotional I bet um, extremely like more so than the day he was born. Um that was just scary. Like uh, my wife had an emergency C-section. They raced us back. My dad's weeping in the hall. Wow. It was very heavy and she was scared to death and that it just sucked. And but you know you get him and you are like you you're with him the first couple nights in the hospital and you have all these people caring for you and then they send you home and it's just hell. It it really is it's terrifying. Tell like, me if
0: you relate to this cuz my ex-wife when we cuz we were in the hospital for they overdid it on her um, on her meds, yeah. The numbers, so she couldn't walk like the first day and yeah. a half. Like I had to, from taking care of the baby and then taking care of her. Mm-hmm. So when we first got out, the first thing we thought when we, I put the baby down. She's in a car seat, right? And I put her down on the sidewalk and just hop in the car to get the car seat ready. It's like, what are you doing? And then we just look at each other and go, we don't know what the fuck we're you doing. You don't know what
1: to do, and you they they literally they're there and they're taking care yeah. of it, and and you're sleeping on a cot, and then. Like they then come you're on in, your own. and then and then when they send you home, and then you're you know it's natural. I mean, we for the first two weeks, I I legit thought I'm going to um, move. I'm going to pack a bag and I'm out. Yeah. I can't do it. Like Hannah and I, we were so uh, she we hated each other the first two weeks because you're you haven't slept, you're scared to death. Uh, I didn't have a job at the time and was really trying to get this gig at 1090, and there was a couple of other things out there. I was flipping out. And uh, I was home, you know, the whole time. And I was just like, what, what am I going to do? And, and but, you know, man, um, it it all kind of smooths out. It's really smooth right now. But yesterday morning when I woke up, it was, I was very emotional. Uh, when I went in to wake him up, uh, it, it was really special. And, and you know, it's hard because Hannah lost her dad. Right. And, you know, so she did say it made it a little bit easier. You know, the fact that we have... Have his namesake uh now, and and that was really cool. But yeah, I mean, really, it sucked because because I lost that game. But the morning was beautiful. It was great. Everything and, uh, else was great. So everything else was great.
2: Like the emotional side, is that just kind of like from like, hey, I was struggling all the way till that point, and now it's like, hey, I got a good job. you know, got a Yeah, life. I and, have a kid, and, and this
1: is great. Mostly, like it, it's because of him. You know, I I the job. It's funny. I I've said this before. This last gig. This 1090 gig for me was more than just a radio job. Um, I had walked away from 94.9, which was my home for seven years. I had gone, uh, I walked away because my partner got fired and I, I didn't feel, I felt like if you're going to take him, he can't, like it's our show. We're both on the marquee. You may not like him as a person. You may not think, uh, he, you may not even think he's good at radio, but you signed us, we have another year left. If you fire him and, and I'm not patting myself on the back, it was just like it was mostly like if I stay, I'm gonna get buried. Yeah. He's gonna bury me as he should, <laughs> and I'm gonna get buried. And I and I would have. And frankly, I think I should have. But you know, my former partner, my first show, well, he fucked up. Right. Like he fucked up. He did something to put our whole show at risk and he lost his job. And that's on him. I stayed. And this one, I'm like, all right. So I remember going to my boss's office going, all right, you fired him this morning. We have a year left. We have a four point something in the morning. It's like we're Which doing great. Yeah, it's yeah. really I'm, I would blow bomb. somebody for a <laughs> right. four right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I go, I don't I don't get it. Why? Well, you know, we just thought it was time for a change. I go, no, no, no. Was he fucking stealing money out of the register? Was he selling concert tickets for cash? Was he banging an intern? Gimme something that No, it's just, you know, this, that, and the other. Just hem-hawing around, and I go, dude, I'm out. I'm fucking out. And I left. So, for me, getting this 1090 job was, I needed it for, I I feel comfortable saying ego. Right. But I needed it for, like, that one last shot on my, on me. Yeah. You know, because I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to sleep at night knowing I walked away from something I loved to do. I'm passionate about. Um So I needed that one more shot, and I was at iHeart for a year, and you know, they were great, Um, but I couldn't get full time. I did everything they asked. I did one, two, I did four stations. I did every day part. I did, I I was... Utility player. Utility guy, and that was on my LinkedIn, because that's what I did, and and they needed me out, and and finally, it got to the point where I, I told my agent, I go... I go, dude, at some point I need to start saying no. I'm the girl. I'm the girl that answers the phone at three in the morning when you're like, what's up, girl? You up? Yeah. I'm that <laughs> I'm that phone. girl. And I'm like, all right, mount up, do your thing. <laughs> and like, after a while, you think that guy's gonna marry you? No. Like, what's that guy's incentive to be like, you know what? Let I me mean, I'll fucking lock this one down. And that was it was that's kind of how I felt with them. Like, well, why would they give me full time and insurance and 401k when they know they can fuck me whenever they want. That's okay? a great analogy. And that's Actually. exactly what happened. And so, they came to the table with this offer that was like, when I got it, I remember writing it down. They had me on all these different. They and and to their credit, they were at least trying. But it was, it was like, forty grand less than I made. The day I started radio with no on air experience. Oh, oh my god. So they knew what I was capable of still way... And I don't even know that it was low. They were about to go through a bankruptcy. Right. Like, it's not really on them, but it's what I saw, and I just got it, and I just remember, I, I just looked down at the paper, and my wife looked at me, and by the look in my face, she was like, oh, no. I'm like, I can't fucking believe this. Right. So then when the 1090 thing came around, it just all hit, and it was... <laughs> it was it's been so great. It's been the best uh, experience that I've had in radio.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you said before 1360. I mean, for, for everything they are, they gave you a shot. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, man. Ultimately... I, have,
1: I have nothing. Brian Long um, and Kyle Engelhart, the guys that work over there.
2: So basically, we're going to list off guys that Dots at the shit on. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they know that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, but they, like, when I started there, they had me on Rock 105. Mm-hmm. Easy fit natural pop right in whatever so i'm doing rock 105 and judson has taken off for like a week and uh they came there and i said they had asked me in the interview they both popped into my interview with shauna and it was more of a formality because shauna knew me and she'd been after me for a while and they're like do you think you could ever do sports i'm like fuck i love sports would love to definitely talk baseball i'll work and football i'll work on the other shit right cool and then I got the call, man, and I'm I'm working with Nick for a week, and I'm like, holy shit! And I just had a blast. I really did. It was so much fun. So I have nothing bad to say about any of those guys over there. I worked with every one of the hosts. They were all great. So what's um,
2: what's that transition like? Because you went from doing morning, you know, morning radio and the music and forgive my ignorance, but I've never worked there. But like, you're sitting there, like, hey, um, we we have Coachella tickets. Yeah, to the ninth caller. And then a song goes, and now you have like four hours
1: to fill. Dude, it's you know, what's uh, that transition. And it, like? it's funny. I was gonna bust your ball, both of your balls, about the you know, because listen, it's and and you, guys, it's not only you guys, it's everybody that does it, and like Craig, Craig uh, Meady, like I, I mean, pretty much everybody that can, everybody that can rip the media, they do. Oh, yeah. and and I get it. I'm one of those guys, but I'm also in the media, so the. <laughs> The process of planning a 4-hour daily show is it's it's so hard especially here. Oh yeah. Um
2: Well yeah, now the Chargers
1: are gone. The Chargers are gone. Um we don't want to talk Chargers. I mean, like you guys do a good job avoiding it. Avoiding it. Yeah, and but like like when Hunter Henry got hurt, yeah, we did a segment on it because yeah. it's still it's that's a big football story. It is. Period. And if you play fantasy football or you're into football, Take the Chargers and what they did out of it. That's a big story we need to talk about. It. My theory on it is kind of, and there's people that are Charger fans, and I don't care. Like I you do root who, for who, who you ever, ever you want to. I just don't think it's smart on a San Diego radio station to be like, okay, so let's break down, you know, Phillips, MVP, you know, <laughs> season. And it's just like, dude, I don't want to. I don't want to do game by game breakdown of that team that left here. I will make fun of them when they bungle a win. Right. As they will will do. I will make fun of them for missing a kick. I want to treat them kind of like you would treat your rival. Exactly. You know, because that's kind of how I look at them now that they're not here. So you're not pulling a Landon Donovan? No, God no. <laughs> uh-uh. I heard you guys had him on today. Yeah, so. we did. It was he was actually really good. I was yeah. I was I was a little surprised at, at, <laughs> about at about how much he owned it. But you know, it's one of those things. It's kind of easy to own when you're you know you got paid. You got paid okay. to to rep it and like. Until you're in that position, I don't know. It's it's easy for people to sit on their high horse. Oh,
0: like when they sit on Hardway. Well, like when they shit on Hardway. He's got a and family it, to feed. I mean, at the end does. of the day, he may not like what he's saying, he, but he's, he's, he's got to put food it's, on the table.
1: It bummed me out. And Nick and I are not near as close as we were at the time. Um, but, you know, it bummed me out because I, I knew the guy and, like, the husband and the dad. And just the great soul that I worked with and was so accommodating and, like, kind to me. I mean, I'm sure... You know, there, there's probably people out there that are like, man, fucking Hacksaw, that guy really helped my career. You know, like, <laughs> right. maybe he's out there, I don't know. But, um, you know, I felt that about Nick, and, and really all those guys were, were wonderful to me. And they all knew I was kind of a novice, and they all kind of helped me through and had better chemistry with some than, than others. But um, it was just, it's, it's hard because when you're planning a four-hour show, you know, today, right off the bat, the biggest stories in sports this weekend were the U.S. Open— and the World Cup, and it's like, and Ben's a huge golf guy. Huge, huge golf huge. guy. Huge, yeah. but so for me, I'm I'm about, if Ben could do this kind of radio where he, Ben is a, he's a sportscaster.
2: Exactly. So
1: if Ben would come, he wants, he doesn't want to. He's actually, we, this is why we work well together. He likes what I bring, and that is, what's the story in the story? The radio he's accustomed to doing is, Padres over the Cubs last night, four to three, and blah blah blah. Mine is, you know, Happy Baez is a little prick. Yeah, you know that right. guy. Did you see what he fucking did? Ben's like, no, explain it. That's the that's kind of what I bring the color to the to the show. But when you're planning a four hour show, so we started off, Phil Mickelson, the ball, the people freaking out, um, want calling for his head, wanting him killed because he disrespected the great game of golf.
2: God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> and then like
1: immediately on Twitter, ten minutes in. All this talk about a fucking ball moving in the World Cup. I'm out. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, you're obviously, it's not on-demand radio, right. number one. Like, not. like it's not a fucking choose-your-adventure book where you open it up and be like, let's do baseball. And then it's me and Ben talking baseball. And then you go, let's see what the Rams are up to. And Hit a button. Like, it's not what radio is. Also, people, listen, it's fucking free. Exactly. You don't pay a fucking nickel. I made this analogy on the air. I'm one of the few dipshits left in the world that pays for cable. I right. pay for fucking DirecTV. I come home every day. I turn on HBO, which I pay for. Fucking Carlito's Ways on again. And I'm like, God damn it. You know what I don't do? I don't fucking tweet HBO. I don't tweet DirecTV. I don't see I'm you know what I'm not watching this shit anymore. Fucking Carlito's Way again. Yeah. You know what I do? I changed the fucking channel. Or guess what? I watch Carlito's Way again.
2: Right. <laughs> exactly. And I'm into it. Yeah.
1: And it's uh it's just one of those things that makes me fucking bananas. I'm like, I'm like, you fucking you're screaming at the fucking radio that you don't pay for. <laughs> if you don't like it, just go. Fucking go. Exactly. Come back or don't. I mean I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't wanna chase listeners off. But I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, how spoiled are you that you know, if you tune in, I the way I feel, it, and it's my ego too, I feel like we can make any story interesting to where if it's a story about a golf ball moving, I'm going to find a way to at least try to make it entertaining. I'm going to at least get myself off because oh, yeah. that's what people need to understand about the media and and doing radio specifically. A lot of it is we're trying to, we're bored with it too, a lot of the stuff. we're try, I'm trying to get myself off in there. I, I tell that's my wife all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what are you doing in the bathroom? I'm trying to get myself off in <laughs> he here. Another door lock. I walked in and
0: like, today. The
1: shower was yeah. on.
0: Door's wide open. I tell her that all the time. But right.
1: you got it. You got to remember too. Like we're. I'm not giving you like the we're people too speech. I'm giving you the. Hey, man. A lot of times, we don't want to talk about some of the stuff we're doing. We know we. Have to, and when it's not a have to, like our boss comes in at 4 a.m. when I get there,
2: right.
1: and there's a sheet that says, it, it, unlike music radio, where there actually is a list of songs, I have no say. None. And that's, people still think that their favorite DJ... Programs of music, <laughs> which means you're kind of a moron if you think that. Right, um, right? Because anybody that knows me knows I wouldn't play fucking Atlas Genius 700 times in a, in a day. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I can't play Black Sabbath. It doesn't fucking fit, <laughs> right? So as much as I would like to go on and do four hours of Padres and baseball, um, I, I can't do it. I, we've got to keep it moving. we got to keep it topical. And it's hard in this town with, with one team... You there's the guys out there, and there's a couple that are like Bro, fucking just forget football altogether. Just fucking do goals and the SEALs and the rugby team. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I'm trying to keep this job. Suicide, exactly. no Suicide, one. yeah. And football like, has
0: ratings, regardless 100 it. And I'm a baseball guy. I, I don't I know jack shit about any sport other
1: than baseball, but football is ratings. And football, like, I that's the thing that they don't get. I like football. I like NFL football. There are storylines in the NFL that I'm very intrigued by. Um, Unfortunately, it's turned into a fucking political mess. Big time. uh, And that shit bugs me. But like, other than that, man, I'm interested in what Jimmy Garoppolo is going to do. I'm interested. If Tom Brady breaks his fucking leg, what are they going to do? That's interesting to me. Um, I want to know if the Cowboys are going to be able to fucking finally put a team together. I want to know what the Rams are going to do. They spent all this money. Like that's our we're going to be airing their games. I'm stoked to dive a little bit more into that team because I love football. I love fantasy football. I love college football. Uh and it's just like a lot of the times we're in there trying to do stuff that's interesting to us. Now, Ben would do he Ben is so and that's the thing I love about him is he's such a square that like <laughs> I had to talk him out. I mean, he's worked with some different hosts over the years. And I'm pretty steadfast about the things I will and won't do. Right. And, like, when I started, he's like, like, the first week, he's like, so I've got this idea. I've got the 10 best blah, blah. And I go, dude, I'm not doing fucking list radio. No list, yeah. It's the lamest, most give up. And anytime you're listening to your favorite show, whoever they may be, I won't name any names. But they're like, so here we go. Top 10 most affordable places to live in the U.S. Guys, that's from a prep service. They did no work. They put no effort into it. I like to think some of the things we do, some of the chances we take, are stuff that we are passionate about or at least have worked hard on to make entertaining. Um, those prep services shoot out, you know, and you'll hear four radio stations the same day do, hey, what are the fattest cities in America? We'll tell you coming up next. And then they come back and it's like, okay, uh, Houston. And, it, and so I, I said to Ben, I go, all right, man. Play this in your head. What does this sound like? You get on the air and you go, "Hey, everybody, it's Ben Higgins. It's Ben and Woods from San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Now here's the top ten Padres of all time. Number ten. Yeah. Gary Templeton and, and I go, Ben, what is it? What, what do I do? Oh yeah, Tempe. Cool, cool. Who's next? <laughs> right. And Brian Giles. Oh yeah, Giles. Giles. Cool, cool. Who's next? <laughs> and like, it's so fucking boring. And yes. for me, it's an immediate station change. So just know that, like. The media, and and especially like Darren, like those guys put a tremendous amount of work into that show to enter, but it's not just to entertain you; it's to entertain them as well, and that's something that people need to remember: is like a stand-up comedian is trying to he's trying to get himself off up there, and and I think radio hosts are no different; they're trying to go in, have some fun, interact with some listeners on Twitter, on on the phones, on Facebook. But at the end of the day, man, there, there are times you walk out of there and you're like, that was fucking terrible. Like, that was just <laughs> awful. I was bad. Ben, we both have those days. And, and he's such a great partner. And I never really, I was, I'm was, i blown away that it's worked as well as it has. Uh, but there's a really good vibe. The guy works his ass off. He's so prepared. He's so smart. So knowledgeable. And he lets me just be goofy and, and wild and yell and do all the fun stuff that I like to do. So... It's been rad, dude. It it really has been.
2: Well, you could you can make the argument, and I mean I'm not saying it's because you're here, but you've had to work um, harder. At Eric and Danny, five point five podcast, America's Finest <laughs> um, <laughs> Here with uh, Woods from Ben and Woods, my 1090 um, You can make the argument that you've had to work a little bit harder because when you transitioned into sports radio, you were instantly you and Darren the biggest baseball guys in town, yeah. right? And so now you have to. You have to cover. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you're the biggest hockey guy. Nope. You got the Stanley Cup.
1: Yeah,
0: soccer, soccer,
2: soccer. Yep. You got to cover all that stuff and like NBA Finals. You're not a big NBA guy, right? Mm-hmm. But, I, I am now. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> that's, like that's you, the thing. What, what's like you got to sit there and watch things that really you wouldn't normally be into, but you have to learn about.
1: It, yeah, right? and and you know, I was always kind of a fringe. I was a big NBA guy back in the '90s with Jordan and Bird and Magic and all that it was great. Uh, and then it lost me for a few years. I loved I loved Iverson. Right. Uh, but it just kind of lost me. I just got I fell way hard into baseball again and football and college football and, and everything else. And I, it's just like, my brain can only hold so much, no. you know? And so I I'm, I tweeted, like, I'm really happy I don't have a hockey team because I'd fucking vomit. <laughs> if I loved a hockey team like I love the Yankees, like, <laughs> right. I would fucking vomit. Yeah. I can't, I can't do this year round. Like, I need a break. And for me, basketball, hockey has always been that break of, like, Alright. We'll Not anymore. Hey family, how how you doing? You guys wanna catch up now? Because when <laughs> fucking baseball playoffs are I'm like, don't talk to me, don't fucking look at me, and leave me <laughs> the fuck alone, make your own fucking dinner, change the diet, like whatever. I don't it's my it's my favorite thing. So um the thing though, man, and this is I was thinking about it the other day, and I, I took a moment to um self reflect on my career and of almost uh I guess eight years here or eight and plus years here and it's important i think to do that to kind of see where you're at in your life just reflecting and thinking back about all the good and the bad and and the obstacles and i started thinking and when i, I went through it in my car I was seeing that i was like all right so you started with no experience as like the two on the mikey show the one and the mikey was the one i was the two right that blew up you didn't know how to be a dj you went and became a dj and a pretty good one yeah. And people liked you. And then you joined another show with a guy that had a name in town. You kind of split it 50-50. But you had to manage, you know, is he getting enough? Am I getting too much? How do we balance it out? Then you had to go do Rock 105. Then you had to do KGB, Classic Rock. Then you had to do Sports. Then you had to do um, uh, another station in Temecula. I've been able to surprisingly reinvent myself several <laughs> hundred fucking times, but it's because of the um, it does has nothing to do with, oh, it and I wasn't looking at it like, man, I'm really talented. It was more like, when your back's against the wall, you can do it, you yeah. know, and and it it was a um a lesson for me of like, man, this will be a good lesson one day to teach my kid and to to teach anybody that that runs up against something that they're like. Fuck, man. I don't think I can do it. I'm like, look, I had no idea how to be a jock. I had n- never have I introed a record, didn't know how to do a giveaway, didn't know how to run a board. Like I didn't, I knew none of that. And Jay Isbell showed me for about four minutes how to run the board. I fucked up a hundred times, but I acted like I knew what I was doing. Of course. And that's, and I sit there sometimes I leave the office. I'm driving home. I just laugh. I'm like. I got all these motherfuckers fooled. Every goddamn one of them. I got every manager that's ever hired me fooled in the thinking I know what I'm doing because it's I think there's so many radio hosts that are so insecure about like, do people think I'm smart? Do people think I'm funny? Yeah. Am I do I do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? I don't give a fuck. And that's the difference, is like I fooled all these motherfuckers and gotten all these radio jobs and I don't know what I'm doing. And that is to me like I'm like, that's a, there's a skill in that. Oh, yeah. And so I was um, reflecting back, and I don't, I butcher shit on the air, I talk out of turn, I talk out of school, and I don't care, like, I feel like I have the personality, nobody's going to hold my feet to the fire, like, oh, you said Urias is 21, he's 20, and like, (laughs) okay, my bad, like, I don't give a shit, accuracy isn't my number one thing, passion is, and that, for me, is what I'm I'm still so passionate about, being on the radio, and, and... Getting to live here—it's just the the main thing. I had a couple of uh, calls from places that weren't here, and I was like, "No fucking way, <laughs> no fucking way." I'll tell you that I'm not gonna lie. Like if LA had called, and I know that's you can't say that here. LA, I would go to because it's still fucking close. Exactly. It's close, and I love it here. I never want to leave. But you know, if you can go to the number two radio market and do something, yeah, fuck. It's Romy did it. Yeah. You know, Romy did it. Worked out for him. I'm nowhere near that guy. I don't want to be that big. I don't I want to be half that big, but I wouldn't like to have that long of a career. And and it's just advice to anybody out there that like, that thinks they can't. You absolutely can. You just, you have, it's truly, what's the secret? You fake it until you make it. You act like you know what the fuck you're talking about. True. Well, I sat down in those, in those interviews, man, with the guys from 1090, and I was like, I mean, I know a little sports, like, but I'm like, I'm, you guys probably know more than me. And I've listened to your podcast. You guys know a lot more. Oh, uh, thank
0: you. Oh, uh, geez.
1: But like, I, I fooled them all, dude. And that's, that's what you have to do. I mean, I'm, and it's, I think Is that they, the header on your resume, I, th- I, fooled, I fooled them all. Fuckers. I fooled all of you guys. And I think it's because I can sell it because right. I'm passionate about it. And they know at least if we don't make it, it's not going to be because I didn't try or I showed up late or, you know, I wasn't involved or invested, no man, it sometimes shit just doesn't work. But it won't be from a lack of effort and and or preparation. And preparation and want to, you yeah. know, like Lord Podcast says you have to <laughs> you have to uh prepare. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Yeah.
2: So when it comes to baseball, I mean you were in the Padre hat now, obviously Danny and I are big Padre fans, but it kind of comes up on Twitter about you being a Yankee fan. Sure. So you've experienced the highs of the highs mm-hmm. with the Yankees, and then kind
1: of the it's lows of the lows. It's with like the Padres. A, it's like a baseball speedball. Yeah. You know the Yankees are the cocaine and the the Padres <laughs> are the heroin. Yeah. And uh, no, I and I I've I've never really you know I'm sure there are people like Fuck it, Woods, this guys, a hardcore Yankee fan. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, um, but dude, I I am heavily invested in this team here in San Diego. Um, massive support watch as many games as I can and and I got my wife now on board you know like she realizes now it's not an option like it's work but I also I'd be fucking doing it anyway
2: oh yeah and it's the
1: best fucking excuse ever now to be like no I can't do that I actually have to watch the fucking NBA finals sorry (laughs) and like like I'm like you don't understand I don't want to sound like a fucking dipshit tomorrow I gotta watch this fucking game and she's like now like she's in bed watching the pods with me every night Nice. and I always have done that and you guys know that I've oh. been on before I was on the radio I was always supporting or taking shots when it was time to take shots and, and there have been time to take shots and um, nothing will make me happier to see the Padres win uh, something big and it won't be for me it'll be for you guys it'll be for all those people that I know have toiled uh, under the, the management changes the ownership changes the shipping off of your favorite players. I can't relate to that. Right. I can't relate to Derek Jeter being moved at the deadline because they didn't want to pay him, you know? And I, I, I know that there's a part, there's a faction of people that question my fanhood. I I think, you know, I think I've got, um, I've got a favorite NL team. I've got a favorite AL team. There's so does Friar Phil. Yeah. Friar Phil, (laughs) big angels fan. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. (laughs) And it's, it's one of those things, it's like, it sucks, like what what happened to me today when I get dragged into this fucking Yankee Padre talk, <laughs> trade talk, and I'm yeah. like, I'm sitting here going, well, how do I do this diplomatically? Right, And right. You, you can't. Yeah. Um, this is the
2: second year, by the way, that you Yeah, I know. And, I,
1: and I'm like, I'm like, fuck. I, I literally sat there, I was like. I can't... Cu- One guy even said, Which, who are you speaking for here once? Because <laughs> I, I said, it hey, looks like a fair trade. Right. He's like, well, who are you speaking for? And I'm like, I want to say both, but I know I'm not being truthful right now. So, right. Um, it's... It is... it's That's the difficult part. But I, I really don't catch too much shit. Because we... It's not like we go on the air and break down Yankees the, ga- the game from the night before. That would get annoying, I think. But it's like fucking Palais, The guy loves the Dodgers. Yeah. There's... Like he they're in the same division. Exactly. So the guys that's like, hey, let's talk Padres, and they're like, you're wearing a fucking Dodgers t-shirt. <laughs> I know 98 sucked for everyone here. N- N- Jesus Christ couldn't have beat that 98 team. That's true. There's no they ran into the biggest fucking buzzsaw of that I've ever seen. I remember being in a bar I was in college. And it's so shitty, but like I was like, <sighs> I love Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn at the bomb. I was fucking stoked for him, but I was like we better win this fucking game. <laughs> but I was I wasn't even worried. That was a strike I mean, the team. It on my it, own. it was whatever. It was borderline, but it <laughs> <know>. borderline. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Christ. Hey, that was Another fucking strike. You still ain't beating that team. <laughs> yeah, that's you, true. We we could have spotted you two games yeah. and you're still not beating that team. I, I just I think I watched damn near every game that year. They were so good. God, they won with playoffs and was it 125 games. It's just it's unheard of. And, um, but I just remember watching the game being like, I'm not even sweating. And I, there's a story and I haven't heard, I think I've told it before, but they did the thing where they run back and they do a special, you know, about the the 98 team. And some of the Yanks were, it was a workout day and they're in Yankee stadium and like the pods were going to go first. Then the Yanks would come out and do their workout. And a bunch of the Yankees were kind of milling around in the dugout and they looked out in center field and there's a bunch of the Padres out in Monument Park. And they looked at each other and they go, we got them. They're fucking in. They bought in the Damn. ghosts of Yankee Stadium. Like, we got them. They're out there going, "Oh shit, let's fucking, let's fucking <laughs> yeah. Ruth you know, taking yeah, they, pictures they, they and shit. They turned into marks. They turned into marks, and they turned into, you know, buying into the pinstripes and the 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 lore of Yankee Stadium. And listen, it it's been magical uh, being a Yankee fan and getting to share that with my dad. And you know, listen, Mike. I think I have a pretty good reason why I'm a Yankee fan, and you guys probably know that that story. I I, I was born uh, in '75. My real dad left in '76. I've met him twice in my whole life. My mom got married in '85 to the guy I call my dad now. And dude, the guy could have been like, I love the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Pistons, and uh, the Miami Dolphins. And guess what? I'd be sitting here in a fucking Dolphins hat. Right. <laughs> Whatever he liked, I liked immediately. And this is 85. So we moved to Connecticut in 86. Well, Connecticut had the Yes Network. And my dad was a huge Yankee fan. And it was then and there where we sat and watched these fucking dog shit Yankee teams. Oh,
0: they were awful. Well, dude, and
1: so here's me as a kid at 10, learning about the history of the Yankees from him. And he's telling me all these great stories about Reggie Jackson and Thurman Munson and Whitey Ford and all these Ron Guidry and... All these guys, and I'm like, I'm reading these books on Lou Gehrig. I'm doing book reports. I got pictures of me in my family's house of me dressed as Lou Gehrig doing a book report in 10, in when I was 10. And we get to Connecticut, and I'm in fucking Red Sox Nation. I'm in, like, right in. Everybody in my street's <laughs> like, fuck you. You know, like, Fuckin', fucking Kyle Yastrzemski. I'm like, get out of here, dude. And so I would sit in my basement, and we had a basement, which was rad. And it was a concrete floor. We had carpet on it. And the TV was on my right, and there was a concrete wall. And I had one of those rubber baseballs Uh with the laces and everything. Oh, yeah. And I would sit on my knees and throw grounders myself for fucking hours. I would dive left, I would backhand and watch the game, watch the game every night. My mom would be like, stop fucking bouncing the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, those are my fondest memories. That team didn't win. They didn't win. I mean, granted, real tough year. Ten years of suffering as a Yankee fan. I get it. I totally do. <laughs> but
0: for you, you those better. I didn't better. know any better. And That's, those those
1: were your Yankees. Those right. were
0: my, my teams. Are the sad sacks.
1: I'm looking around, and I still like it. Was like it was Mattingly, Randolph, Alvaro Espinosa, Mike Pagliarulo, Mike Stanley behind the dish. Uh, it was Claudel Washington, Mel Hall, um, all these fucking turds. Like <laughs> just Pinella on those fuck, teams. No, it was a little before then. Fucking turds. What about Buck Martinez.
0: He might think, have been, but,
1: but like Rigetti was there. They still had. Some, they had like Rick Roden. Um, they had some good player. Like Willie Randolph was. actually very underrated. Absolutely, he was fucking great. But they didn't do shit. They yes. never. And then they like. I remember they got to the playoffs in '95, and the Mariners beat them. And I was fucking devastated. But it was like really my first playoff experience. I was like, that sucked.
0: Boggs is last year, right? Yeah. Or not Boggs, uh, Mattingly's last Mattingly's
1: year. Mattingly's last year. And then fucking Boggs yeah. comes in 96. Charlie Hayes actually was 96. Playing third and they win it. Yeah. And I lose mm-hmm. my mind. Then... Do you ever I'm, get
2: to the point where you're like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be? We're winning all well, the time? Well, so
1: 96 we won. It was elation. Just right. pure elation. I was uh, 21. Wow. 21. Oh, wow. And it was was fucking beautiful and then is that right 96 70 what's 96 minus 75 21 yeah. yeah yeah i was 21 years old then they won 98 i was at game four in 99 with my dad when they swept him i was there i watched clemens oh, wow. i watched clemens put that team on his back and will them to a fucking victory over the braves i was at the game got to see a world series win in person in '99, we won in 2000. <laughs> like totally. it was fucking, it was nuts, dude. And and it was a really fun time. And um, now this team, now I just am madly in love with. They're just, uh, they are it's, stacked. It's different. It's yeah. different, man. As a guy that grew up and and I was, I would be embarrassed. Like I'd be like, oh fuck, man, we just got a Rod. Like and we got to share this offseason. I'm like, fuck, I hate, I hated it. I really did. To Why was that though?
2: Why would you hate that?
1: Because I I took so much shit. Yeah. You know, I took uh, so many... Oh, yeah. you fucking buy your championships. It's like, All right, Here's fine. the other
0: thing, too. People don't realize this about the... They were bad in the 80s. They weren't very good in the early 90s. They started to turn around in the mid-90s when the regime started to change over. I right? magically yep. phased out because they had a really good farm. They did the international signings, Yep. But they didn't really become the quote-unquote evil empire until they got... A-Rod. And then it kind of turned. Because then they really started going out and signing free yeah. agents and spending tons of money. They
1: did some, you know, they'd they make some I mean, they got Musina. Yeah. You know, oh, guys God. like that. But yeah, he was so cut. good.
0: Yeah, but not They Hall didn't. Famer, out, y- yeah, Agreed. 100%. But they didn't go out and get like, I mean, then they got Clemens. But that was kind of after the, the heel turn, right? Because their original four World Series runs, even against the Diamondbacks, they were largely homegrown stars.
1: Yeah, I mean, but they, they, they paid them a ton because they yeah. could keep them... And they they went and got and I need to go back and look, man, because sometimes like I'll be watching the highlights, and be like, I, I forgot that motherfucker was here. Like I forgot he was nobody, on remembers, the scene. nobody like, remembers Charlie Hayes had the put out in the first e- World Series. Exactly. Did Charlie Hayes makes that last kiss. I'm like, that fat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but they never got I never thought they got any credit for some of the other smaller like the Scott Brochure steal. The guy was batting a buck eighty, you know, and he he's one of those guys he came to New York and was like this is what I've been missing. And fucking was amazing. Picked everything, hit big homers. They, they lost that series. Uh, Layritz is another Lairitz, guy. Lairitz, another players. guy huge. And, and yeah, man, it was. but it was that core four that, you know, I, every time Andy Pettit took them out, I'm like, we got this shit. Another when, home-grown I saw guy. Mo, when I saw Mo come in, I'm like, it's done. Yeah, you know? all those guys are homegrown. They'll yeah. point to A-Rod, Teixeira,
2: yeah. to Sabathia, and they'll just conveniently forget about the homegrown guys. Yeah,
1: and so when I look at them now, there, there was a stat out a few weeks ago, and it's like, this is... The Yankees have a, a starting lineup on the field that are all under the age of 30. And that's the first time that's happened in God knows how long. I love it because I got tired of watching those broken down fucking Cecil Fielder's fat ass come in and play. <laughs> did Jack you McDowell. You like Reuben
0: Sierra?
1: Ruben was okay. He had a couple <laughs> big knocks. But then, like, I grew up in Texas, too. Daryl Strawberry? See, I love Straw. I love Straw. I love Doc Gooden. They were great Yankees. Um Cone. Yeah, David Cohen was the best. You guys Real.
2: even had Dion, dude. Yeah,
1: Dion yeah. was. A, we never. He didn't do that much for us, but we just uh, knob block knob Chucky. <laughs> Fucking guy lost his mind. Couldn't throw the baseball and had some, but had some big ass hits. You Girardi
0: know, and Posada thrown down in the dugouts. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It was fun, man. And and but I'll tell you, this team now, I look at him and I, I'll tell you, man. Like Stanton, when we got him, I was kind of ho hum. I really was because I've never really liked his personality. That it, must be
2: nice. Yeah, it is. I was ho hum about Stanton. No, I'm not sure. Well, because
1: look, man, after the run I saw last year with these young kids and this talent and the chemistry, I was like, man. Yeah, who needs an NL MVP? No, it, but it's different. <laughs> look Fuck at you. Look at him now. You realize you're telling two Padre fans. Right? I get it. I totally get it. I'm telling you, my. Freaking I'm asshole. telling you my perspective though. <laughs> I was like. Okay, like let's let's see if he can do it in, in where it's, you're yeah, not he, out of it in fucking May. Right, like and right. dude, he's he's struggling. I yeah. mean he's struggling. He's started it around recently. He had a couple hits today. Yeah. Uh but no, it's it's it, a slow it, climb. It is a slow climb. And that's, you know, I look at at this team here, and I wanted to get into this with you guys. Like I uh I'm nervous as a pods fan. I'm nervous. Why is that? I, because well, and I'm also bummed, and I'll tell you why, because I feel like the next exciting baseball we see here, and I mean, like, pennant race. Okay, World Series is so far out of the fucking sideline. Too, too
0: far. We got to get into, like, a division race. Let's,
1: let's get to, let's go on a run, like, perfect example the Yankees did last year. One game away. Yeah. And beat the Indians. Nobody thought they should have beat the Indians, and they did. With all their talent, all their pitching, and they fucking beat them. Yeah. That's the run. Even just to get to that series for this team would be so fun for all of us. The businesses here it would be fucking it's like wonderful. Like the
0: uh, Cubs, a year that nobody thought they were going to compete, or the Astros, a year too when they were a year both teams were a year early. Mm-hmm. The Cubs were in the NLCS, that yeah, first year when Bryant was uh, his
1: rookie, his year. rookie nobody, year. Nobody, nobody thought. thought they were coming. No, you're right, and and they got Lester, and the
0: idea was okay. They got Lester for next next year. year. This year he's just there to you know nail down the rotation, but next
1: and year is look, why. We and look him. what happened, yeah. you know. And so same thing with the Astros. So the thing that worries me is. I look at the roster. And I was going to do this with you guys. So look at the roster. Uh, look at the the guys at the big league club right now.
0: Oh, we talked about this last. So <laughs> and
1: I listened. I listened, but like I look around and I'm like, Hosmer, great, great. Doing well. He's, he's going to be. He'll be a great piece. Um, did you over overpay for him? Maybe a little bit, but not our money. Who gives a fuck? True. What he brings to the ball club every day is immeasurable, and he he's a great player and. Etc. So you go to second base. Well, Urias is supposed to be the guy. Okay, so um, great. Can't wait to see him. If he comes up and is dog shit, like spangy has been, like Jankowski was, like Jerko was, yeah, like blanks. Hedges, blanks, Headley, Franmil. Like I look around. Who is the guy for you guys? Who on the big league club? That's your guy. Who pumps you up? Mm. Right, Wait, now? right now? Besides
0: Hosmer? Besides Hosmer. Right Fuck, now. Dude. Oh, Jesus.
2: It's rough, man. It's rough because no one no one that's on the team right now kind of gets you to that point. You know what? I like yeah. Villanueva a lot.
0: Do you? Yeah, but he's kind of streaky. But it's more of like, a, in the same way I love Solarte, and like, he's fun to watch when he's on. But yeah. he's not like, See, I, I, he's I, not must-see TV. Like Adrian. Adrian was must-see he TV. Was. And Peavy was must-see TV. No doubt. There's but they n- haven't had anybody like those Trevor, guys
1: Trevor, you know, those guys are must-watch
2: I feel like there's question marks, right? So, Dude. Cordero. Cordero. If it's he question puts marks. it all
1: together. If he He's, puts it all together. He is, money. for me, in, in the guys that we've seen, like, he has the most raw, like, Aaron Judge talent, right? Pro- yeah. Prodigious power. He can run. Probably runs better than Judge. Judge is a very Judge underrated really fielder. Very
0: underrated Very player. underrated
1: defensively. we got a fucking rocket for an arm and is a stalwart in right field. He's always there. Yeah, And so... For me, Franchi is the guy I look at, like Hunter Renfro, great. He had like four good games, and he struck out four times yesterday. It's just, and, and I know it's hard, and I know we're hard on these prospects here, just because we haven't seen a Glaber Torres. We haven't seen a Juan Soto. We haven't seen a Steven Strasburg. We haven't seen a Bryce Harper. We haven't seen a... Trey Turner. A Trey... T- yeah, right? <laughs> we haven't we haven't had that like that thing, so when I'm looking around, I'm like, I'm like, so if the thing I want to do is say, all right, if I'm Andy Green this season, my lineup and defensive thing would look, I don't want to do the lineup, but like it would go like this. I would have, assuming everyone's healthy, I would run this team, I would run this nine out there every game because I want to know. So I would have Hedgie behind the dish, Posmer at first, Spangy at second. I'd have um, Freddie, I guess it, sure. Yeah, no, go I've, yeah. I've got, I got Via at third. I've got Franchi, Margot, Myers. Like Agreed. That. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And and I run Lucchese, Lauer, Richard, Strom, Ross, and Ross yeah. out. Those are my five. And I, I, I like stretched Strom out. Yeah. And he was the guy I said, I watched him in spring training and I tweeted, it's like the one thing I've been right about. And he sucked so bad when he first started. I was like, "Fuck," I blew that one. <laughs> but I watched him in spring training. I was like, "Dude, this kid's got fucking electric stuff."
0: Yeah.
1: What a steal for the turn. Or they hosed the- it.
0: Even if they didn't get the yeah. second baseman kid back, it's a hosed deal. That
1: kid is fucking money. I saw him yeah. in Elsinore. He's fast as lightning. Like he can hit. He can hit. He can field. Like so, I said. So those would be like my five. I love what they've done with the bullpen, um, but. I want to see like in and Andy Green t- look, his job is to try to win ball games. It's not to develop players. No, it's that not. That shit's tank. fucking done in the minors. That's why you have all those levels in the That's minors. why you have all yeah. those levels. And so, but when I'm looking at it, I'm like, nah, man, I want to run. Spangy was a really high draft pick. He
0: was. He's a really good prospect until he got hurt.
1: Until he got hurt. Let's let's give him 150 fucking games at second base. Yeah. Let's give Via 150 games, like sink or swim. Renfro is he's on the bubble. Jankowski, the, are these guys going to be here in a couple of years when they're ready to make a run? I don't know, and that's what kind of bugs me. Is I'm like, man, people get so they're like, you know, Hunter and and Jankowski and and some of these other guys that are coming up. You're like, I just don't see it. I don't see enough from them to get me super excited. Yeah, they go through good streaks, and Jankowski's been playing well, but like V has been at 15 homers for. Two weeks or some shit? Like, yeah, it's been right. a while. He's k all the time. He's a butcher with the mitt, but like... But he's I,
0: getting taken in and out as well. Uh-huh. Like, he's sitting more often he's now. He's sitting, he and, less and I'm games. like,
1: let these cats play. And Andy manages every game like it's fucking game seven. <laughs> and it's like, no, nah, man, like, let's... Which is to a credit.
0: I mean, he's... It's he's, what he's supposed yeah. to do.
1: And I, I think it would be really hard, but I want to see the young guys play. And you have to see. Do we have anything? Do, right. do they got... Can they make it? Um... But um, when I, Urias is the one that, like, is probably the most major league ready. And
2: even he's struggling a little bit. This right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it's like, but you know, like, there are guys, like, Glaber was a really good in double and triple A, didn't have a lot of pop. The guy came to the big lights and's like, I'm never going back. Yeah. He's never so going 13 back.
2: 13 bombs now? Yeah. Maybe more. Never going back.
1: He's never going back down, and he knows it. And, like, he plays like a fucking 40 year old man. Like, he's smart, baseball savvy. And, like, he, where is that guy that's going to come up and say, all right, I'm here for the next 10 years. Everybody else can suck my dick. I think that's going to – if he stays
0: healthy and works out, I think it's Tatis that will be that guy. Because I like Urias. Mm -hmm. I love Urias. But I think he's more role player. I think he's, like, table setter and that Tatis is the guy that has to be the man. I think they can still win if if he doesn't pan out, if he turns into, like, a solid but not great player. But for them, I think – He's got to be the man if they're gonna really yeah. turn it around and not have to worry about you know developing any other pitches or anything like he's that. He's
1: the he's like the like the your your Manny Machado cornerstone yeah. guy you build. Can't around. wait to get this. Can't guy up. wait to get him up. I mean, if I'm them, I'm like fuck it, man. He's coming up next year. Like,
2: oh, yeah. I mean, you don't want to rush him, but at the same time. I don't. He's killing it right now in double A. How
0: much longer are they gonna keep him down? He had one bad month, and then he shits on Barry Bloom, and and they fucking yeah. Now now he's just tearing it up. Let's make Barry
1: Bloom tweet him every fucking April. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I just I I look at it, and now the pitching is different. Like Paddock. And, and a lot of
0: depth in the pitching.
1: Wantrell is coming around. Schmidlap. And like Schmidlap. <laughs> Joey Schmidlap. If you haven't heard him, he is, he is fucking something else. Schmidlap. But Joey Schmidlap. Yeah. they
0: like got Matt Fryers. Uh, is that a Matt Fryers record? And ask
1: Matt Fryers next to me talking about Joey Schmidlap. <laughs> yeah. I see what they say. Uh, no, but there's just these guys coming up that uh, in the pitching. But you know what, man? You know what those guys are good for, too? These guys are good for getting other guys, other That's big true. names and other pieces. And you never know. Um, the guy that's going to put you over the top. I, look, Austin Hedges, he's got to hit. He's got absolutely he hit. hit. He he's got can't. to like if he's going to be the guy because they've got catching depth, yeah. right? With guys with pop and like look,
0: and they have pieces to move to get a better. Catch. I, we talked about it last week with like you know if let's say the Mariners are they're like okay we're done right like we had our window. Cano's old. Yep. Cruz is old. Like we have nothing. We're going to go ahead and trade Zanino. He's an above average All Star level mm-hmm. catcher. The Potters have the pieces, to do that. They'd go probably go out and get JT real. I'd get him yesterday. I'd get him today. Yeah, they JT. Can go they can get him now I, uh-huh. if they really wanted to part with the pieces necessary. They could realistically do it.
1: JT is a stud. I was really Absolutely. surprised they didn't move him. Um, he requested it. Yeah, he, I, he I wanted out. out. They moved yeah. everyone, dude. Uh-huh. Everyone except for him. So I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's it's. Um, it's just I. I don't. I, I. I get nervous about falling in love with prospects and look. From the Yankee fans' perspective, we've never really had to fall in love with prospects because we never really gave a shit because we knew we had the money to get what we wanted. And and I get it, it sucks. Trust me. But um, the Potteries are doing it, and they have shown they will open up the checkbook. This is a different ownership. Okay, like I agree. If there if there's a guy out there that they can get, I think that Fowler. And Perel will fucking go get him. Yeah, but they're still right now
2: like forty million under an average major league payroll. Exactly. So exactly. After this year, they're going to be like seventy million, which is great. That's what you want. Yeah. So they better start spending some fucking money. That's what you want. So I'm kind of
1: like wait and see on it. And and we and that's in the life of a pottery fan. Unfortunately, is wait and see. Yeah. Problem is, man, they're in a weird position because they want to put asses in the seats. They really don't, they're not super excited about putting a winning product on the field right now, and that's okay, because they tried that a few years ago, and it was a fucking abortion. Absolutely. Um, it, yeah, it, was. it was just the worst. It was like two weeks. We were like, all right, well,
0: that <laughs> you know, was they fucking were, they fun. They were 10 and 5, and it was like, man, it has been a good three weeks. Yeah, and then right? Then May showed up, and that was the end you're of that. You're
1: fucking done, dude. And you're like, all right, well, shit. Well, it's fun while it lasts. And then, you know, we flipped all those guys for good players, and, and uh, maybe... We'll see. Yeah, but it's I just fear like man, we're looking at like I feel like I feel like four years until it's like I I think realistically okay. it's
0: 2020 is not when they start to compete We're like eh, it's a 70 75 win paper on team you know they're a couple of pieces away I mean a couple of development years. 2021 is probably when they're like, maybe they can go for a wild card now.
2: Well, the thing is with the Padres, you're fo- you're you're putting your hopes and dreams that a team that has never done something good is going to get it right the first time they actually put their.
1: Yeah, and and you're also kind of counting like, what are the Dodgers going to stand pat? Yeah. Oh, they're stacked, you know? Loaded. Yeah, and what, what we are know they... the Giants are sick of losing. What are the? Yeah, well, Giants are going to be it. Yeah, they're well, they're.
0: I think the Giants are handcuffed by a crappy farm system, and they have a lot of payroll locked up. And guys that and guys that they can't move. I
1: mean, it's but still they're gonna No yeah. well,
0: they're gonna try.
1: They're gonna try. Yeah. I mean that division is full of triers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Colorado showed, system. hey, we'll go spend a hundred million on a bullpen that's fucking terrible. They're fucking terrible. <laughs> so yeah. I fully expect them to unload a bunch of those pieces at the deadline and, yeah. and admit their mistake. But, you know, you look around and like there's gonna be everybody's gonna be making you you can't just focus on your team and what they're going to do because unless damn near all of these guys hit, which is, which never happens. Never. Ever. No. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, dude, we're going to be so good. Like it's going to go Gore, Paddock, Quantrill, <laughs> Lucchese. And it's like, they got it got all figured out. It's like, nah. Well, okay. <laughs> let's say that four those four guys are studs. Who's in your bullpen? Right. You know, are you going to be able to replicate what you have now? Like, and the thing with like it's Brad not Hand, easy. it's not easy. But like Brad Hand, I'm 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 starting to lose my mind with the the hand trade talks because.
0: Come on, man. Gleyber Torres, straight
1: up. Oh, my God, well, yeah, You know, so let's talk He about... has as
0: many saves as Chapman did when he was traded. It is so frustrating. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about that because we
2: always put out on Twitter there the uh, Padre Twitter alert there. I and think and this usually, is the biggest
0: reception we got. A...
2: Usually there's a variety of different topics, but now that I mentioned that you were in here, everyone knows you're a Yankee fan. Yeah. So everyone wants to talk about how they match up in trades. Basically everyone wants to know. Like, if you're giving up Han, if you're giving up Ross, if you're packaging them, Danny's going to pull up the top 30 prospects for the, for the Yankees. But... You you follow their system. You yeah. follow their major league club. What would a return for one of those two net? Okay, and so package? if
1: I'm if I'm Cashman, right, I'll, and I'll put GM shoes on. If I'm Brian Cashman, I'm not giving up a lot for Tyson Ross.
2: Why is that? Uh, because he's hurt. I know, well, and he's a rental. But he's still, a he's... rental.
1: He was hurt. Um, you know, I, Yankee Stadium is a different. It's a different. It's a different. Um,
2: yeah, it's fucking hundred feet down the line. Yeah, it's
1: it's kind of a bandbox. Goddamn, band, um, kind of. The ball is going to really start flying <laughs> out of there pretty soon. Yeah. So Tyson Ross hangs a few sliders. You're down four nothing. True. And yeah. you're done. And Tyson's not a, a velocity guy. He is a deception guy. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you like, I'll give you a prospect, maybe two. Right. Um, as mid level as fuck. For Tyson Ross.
0: What about uh? Because charity threw this out. What about Dylan Tate? Twenty-four years old, college arm. Yeah, so Dylan kind of a reclamation project when they got him. And
1: Dylan was a guy like everyone kind of expected a lot from, and never panned. And out. And it never panned out. So I, I don't know that you want him, um, but raw tools, you know that kind. He's got upside. He's just there's a project. lot. But the, see, the the pods have a lot of guys with raw tools, like Franmil Reyes. I don't know, man. You watch him play the outfield, you're like, uh, I mean, he's young, fuck. but yeah. he's a first person. He's young and big. Like, yeah. that's why I was arguing for the DH. Padres have a bunch of good fucking DH candidates, right? Like, yeah. they would actually have a decent DH right now with some of their young, prodigious power that they have um, would be great to see. But yeah, Tate, I mean, I, if I'm not stoked if I'm a Padre fan on that one. Really? Yeah, I'm hmm. just not. What
0: about like? But for players? Ross, I think that'd be for a decent Ross. That'd yeah. be
1: decent. Like not you, for hand. Not for hand. I no. think with Tyson, um, if I'm Cashman, my argument: you're Preller, and I'm I'm Cashman. Okay, yeah. It's uh, June, and he's pitched pretty well, and he had thoracic outlet. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we're also in Yankee Stadium. Uh, you know, I fucked you on the Mitchell deal. I'll give you two fucking mid-level <laughs> prospects. So uh, I would go. I would go like two good prospects. Good. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean I take that for yeah, a half season for t- awesome. Absolutely. But I don't like think I take anything uh, for a half season And I, I, and I think I
1: think you should because
2: yeah. Tyson, he's a lotto ticket. Dude,
1: he's a fucking like you walked through 7-Eleven, you found a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. And you're like, all right, fuck it. This is this is gravy money. Like, let's go party it's, on this. Let's go to the titty bar. You're you know? not
0: gonna get you because he doesn't have the control, you're not gonna get what you got for Pomeranz, but it's a similar situation. Right. You lo- you took you took your failed prospect at Alonzo, flipped him to the ace to get the Rockies and then A's failed prospect in Pomerantz, yep. who's supposed to be a swing man, yeah. and actually requested to be a starting pitcher, and they're like, oh, fine. And you ran into something pure luck. You yes. take the best
1: you've got. Yeah, you and you take you take two, I think, two decent-slash-upside prospects. I would flip that. They got a guy, and this is per MLB, uh,
0: their prospect side, Dermis Garcia, who had a big bonus. He's their number 20th prospect. He's third base, first baseman. Looks like he'll be okay you know, overall. But he's got big time pop. See, I don't he's know, know much about him. See, I, I don't either. I don't know but much about him. That's why I go for it because he's a young guy, a lot of upside, strikes out a ton.
1: Give me the top. Give me the top five, and I'll tell you who. If I'm the Yankees, I'm not. You're not, not going to get I'm rid of any of these guys. Him. Give me the top five. Well, how about es- Esteban Florial? No chance. You're not moving him. No chance. Justin Sheffield. No fuck. Not for my <laughs> fucking. You're not. There's nobody in your fucking system. that I get? Have you seen this kid? Oh, he's electric. Lefty. Not even for Tatis. No. Fuck him. Wow. Justin Sheffield. Justin dude, it blows my mind that fucking Sheffield Sheffield's is the, not up. Uh, Sheffield like, is
0: a, he's a number forty overall prospect. He, they don't need him right now is why he's not up. He's well, up
1: 22. Yeah, he, he's twenty two. He is dominant. And Twitter handle is
0: at top shelf forty two. He's fucking
1: point. great. I don't give him he is my Tatis. Yeah. He's Albert Abreu. Another one that's I'm pretty high on, but could could part with.
0: Yeah, Chance Adams.
1: Chance is different, man. He was the one at the beginning of the year. Everyone was like, he's number six. six they fucking love Chance Adams. <laughs> Hasn't pitched all that well, right? Uh, and and I think I would look at four nine six. Ernie yeah, I, I would look play, at giving giving him up. Okay, I would. But like Adams, Adams for Ross would, or for Hand, for either. Oh, yeah. And the number five is Luis Medina. Yeah, Medina's another one that. Uh, that the the system's pretty plus, high on plus fastball yeah, plus curveball f- smoke. Yeah, I mean
0: 90-92. But you
1: know, like those guys are those guys are almost a dime a dozen these days. Honestly, like and I'm I not. Mean,
0: he hasn't even he's nineteen. Yeah, he's he doesn't, nineteen. He hasn't even played this year in right. affiliated ball.
1: It's just one of those things that you never know what you're getting until they pan out. And and so with hand is a different story. I mean, what do you guys as as hardcore Padre fans? How do you view Brad Hand? I mean, what do you want back for him? Do you See, look at I'm, him like I'm an Andrew con- Miller? See, I don't. No. I'm, I'm much
0: more conservative than the guys on Twitter. Because even last year, like they got to get a top 100. I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no way they're going to get a top 100 guy for a guy who the year before picked up off a of scrap team. He pitched really well, but has one year and two good months of production. Yeah. And then they gave him the contract, which I didn't agree with. I think they should have flipped him. Because I think they wanted to flip him
1: last year. And they didn't get, get Verdugo from well, no, the Dodgers. Well, no, there was just a market
0: there. I mean, you look at what the Yankees, you know, the Yankees, I don't know who they gave up the year before to get Dylan Tate, but, you know, the market last year was so flooded with relief. The Yankees got, what, two or three relievers last year? They got Green and they got Robertson. Yeah. And they gave up some decent prospects.
1: They did. The kid, um, they gave up the kid that fucking... Broke his leg. Oh, in uh, Oakland. Um, well that was
0: Fowler for Gray. Fowler
1: for Gray. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's but the Fowler one. But Fowler
0: is a good prospect. He's a but really he's not good a, prospect, but not an elite prospect. Right. So you're not going to get he's he's untouchable if you're going to flip Brad Hand. Yeah. So I'm much more conservative. Like I think you know if you're going to deal with the Yankees, it's like that third baseman. I would go Gray. get I'd yeah. get
1: Chance Adams uh,
0: if if he's up. But I don't even know if he would be. Considering how little they gave up last year to get both Robertson and Green
1: and can- can- Canley, they yeah. got Robertson and Canley and together. Can- yeah, and he was throwing smoke. He in the, was fucking in the money. Playoffs. Now he's in the goddamn A. But um, <laughs> no, it's it's look, it's a, you have to temper your expectations. I think um, you can
0: get a borderline top one hundred guy, but it's going to be really hard because two things: there's other teams that have good under the radar relievers that will flood the market with guys. Dude, Which Herrera,
1: Kelvin Herrera just got traded today. Oh, did he? Nationals. Wow. I didn't know shit. Really? Yep, don't know what they gave up, oh, but wow. it's as this Yankee national game is going on right now, the oh, Nats, shit, he's in the game. No, the Nats have just acquired uh, Herrera. Wow. wow. So, look, am I taking Herrera over Brad Hand? Probably. Yeah, Good I prob- I probably am. Wow. Um, as a right-handed closer with a .9 ERA. Yeah, I'm going to fucking take that over. A lefty who's when his slider is on, he can be as dirty as anybody in the business. I still am taking Herrera. I just, you guys, I, I, I don't want to shit on Brad Hand because he's done a good job. Um, he has reinvented himself. But I don't put him in that Andrew Miller Eraldus Chapman, Kelvin Herrera. He's not. Uh, he's not. He's not. just not. And you have it, to. You it, can't. it doesn't I mean, I'm. S- we've seen. You saw my shit today. Like, you can't even talk to the Yankees without bringing up Glaber Torres. They wouldn't fucking do that for anything no. in the system. Glaber he's is their future. He is. He's probably an All Star this year, and he's now the that Otani's out, he's Rookie of the Year more than likely. He probably would have gotten it anyways. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. And so. He is a special special They're special gonna use talent. Gregorius
0: as capital to yes. a, to accommodate Torres. As good as Gregorius has been, he had a big shadow to step into.
1: Massive. And, and he was great. And, and I love Big He's, loved he. great he's great one of my favorite fucking Yankees. But of that's all time. capital for
0: them. That's we have the best shortstop on the market. It's yep. not a free it just cost you players. Yeah. It didn't cost you money. Right.
1: But. So And and Didi Didi was found for got for nothing. They got yeah. they got Didi for nothing. He, he was got a, dumped le- twice. He was a light hitting fucking glove man. Yeah. From and the then he's guys. another one. He comes to New York and he's like, okay, I like this. Yeah. It's it's beats the, the shit out of yeah. playing a fucking Chase Field. Yeah, Chase <laughs> Field. But uh you just I think with Pods fans, and look, I I, I would almost prefer that we didn't f- I hope there's no fucking trade. Because <laughs> it just sucks for me. Why
0: don't we just hose the Red Sox? Again? Yeah, oh my god, please <laughs> don't let yeah.
1: him they're gonna to try to unload fucking Blake Swihart on you. I take Swihart. Uh, fuck him. He's terrible. <laughs> terrible. You already take him. you already got a catcher that can't hit. You don't need another one.
2: I, I feel like as pottery fans, we overvalue the guys that we oh, have. Oh God, and so the much prospects that we
1: have. So much, man, yeah. and it, because it, it, you fall in love with them because it, it's prospect hugging, man, and yeah. and you can't. I I my thing, and I've said it on the radio, and I get a little shit for it. Is like it's easier to do when you're a Yankee fan, obviously, but try to remember to root for the laundry. Right, root for the laundry, Um, root for the the organization to make the right moves. Um, I just I I get so worried when I see guys come like Lauer. like like Lucchese's been pretty good. He's been as advertised, I think. And but again, we're all it's it's we're all kind of impressed by mediocrity. Well, we're impressed by like when Walker Bueller came up for the Dodgers. He steps on the mound, and you're like, holy shit, he's fucking five foot nothing. And then it was just fucking gas. 97, 98. he throws that hook. He throws that fucking hook, and you're like, that's a prospect. True. Lauer comes up. He's 88. He's getting fucking (laughs) hammered. He's picking off guys, which is great, but like, he's 86. You're like, fuck. This is like... This is our. This is one of our guys, and like he goes good, bad, good, bad, and you're like, God, and that's damn it, why you
0: read this guy. And I tell people this because Lucchese kind of the same one. Well, Lucchese found a rhythm, but his rhythm is more smoke and mirrors than yeah. it is stuff because he stuff. does not hit spots. He's no. got some of the worst control, but because he's got that funky delivery, and deception, he's, yeah, and, yeah. He's weird. Um, he's not an easy AB. I mean, and he's not, and not because he's overpowering. Because you don't know where the hell the ball's coming right. Out and
1: of if and Lauer, like Lauer, can look so good and so bad uh, at the same time, um, and it's just like, but you look at that and you're like, okay, okay is this is Lauer my three or my four? One he's year? probably your five, right? Lucchese's probably a four. four. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, and I think you the know
0: people are like, oh, Lucchese could be better than Clontro. I'm like, no. I mean, I think they could end up being better, but if you're going to go upside, upside is Quantrill. has got, the stuff. got, got yeah. the stuff,
1: yeah, and and I think uh, you and know, and that's if it works out. If yeah. it works out, that's
2: if it were, if it fucking works and out.
1: And no, I'm 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 right there, and I just look. I know that no matter what, um, the pods get back for hand and Ross or whoever they trade. People, shit on people are going to fucking lose their they minds. They
0: shit on the Pomerantz trade, which at the time I thought was brilliant. Yeah, because they took quality over quantity. One guy, they got their top prospect. Who might, if they hadn't traded him, been their top arm right now? And the one that gets
1: one... the one that gets me is the the um if it wasn't for the emergence, I think of Logan Allen, the Kimbrel trade would be fucking brutal because that guy is ungodly good. He's, He's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. No. He's he the is, best since Mo. He is one of those guys you're like when you're watching the game, you're like,
0: I don't mean to offend you. Fuck. I looked at this before and I thought if this guy holds, he will be better than Rivera. When he retires, he's that. He's champion. dominant, man. He's yeah, because do- Rivera I, didn't strike guys that out. Pains No, you
1: know I don't care because I, I I know i watched that guy. He I can mean, cough him up too. He literally, yeah. he literally he literally Rivera broke my heart one time, once. Yeah, my whole fucking life, Wait, one it, time in two thousand one. Yeah,
2: two thousand three. He won. He jammed. won
1: two thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> what what happened in three? Or um, whenever Ortiz him over. Oh, Day fuck. Ortiz, dude, Ortiz <laughs> murdered us. Every yeah. time. So, yeah. like... Yeah, that... oh4 I don't... Even, I don't... I 2004 <laughs> does not exist in my memory. <laughs> FYI. Oh, F- F- I... I... I, I, I but... But Mo literally the the one time I thought he he should have got the job done was Luis Gonzalez's bloop single. He got
0: the job done, he did. he's just a victim of defense.
1: A victim of defense. And and listen, man, I, and Kimbrel is that guy too. You look at and you're 15
0: like 15 strikeout per nine career rate. It's ridiculous, wow. it's a man. Scene. It's a scene.
1: And so I look at that and I'm like, oh good. Swahe. Eh. Margot. <laughs> Fuck and yeah. then oh, love Gara look, yeah yeah because Gara, Gara was the centerpiece he was got the it. centerpiece and like I guess he's still he's, he's picked, probably going to be a backup shortstop oh god and it's just like <laughs> fuck and you're, you're looking in their system and the guys they brought up you're like Oh, did Ben Attendee not fucking exist when <laughs> Kimberl was around? Like, what are we doing? You fuckers can then take... Yeah. How'd you like to see Benatendi in left field? I would take oh, that. God. In a second. Oh, yeah. In a second. And, like, D- uh, D- Rafael Devers at third. Yeah. And- and there's oh, just- we could have gotten him for Solarte. 100%. 40, 40, 40 to
0: Togerson. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah. so you just uh, you just got to be... Margot's
0: turning it around. He looked good last year. He's turning it around finally. He is, but the thing is they have to let him play. You That's got to. You on earlier. You got to. They can't keep running Jankowski out there. They have to let him play. You got to. Yeah. I mean, and
1: if, and if guys are hurt, which they are now, great. Yeah. Janko gets to play then. Let's, so. let,
0: let's put this way for Margot. He was a top prospect in a really deep farm system. It's yeah. not like the Red Sox are like the Mariners. You know, they got like one legit good yeah. guy. Like the Angels a couple of years ago. One legit good guy and nothing else. Margot is a top prospect in a
1: legitimately stacked yeah, system. Yeah, I mean, and it was a at the time, you know, we'll see it, like anything. You got to see how it shakes out, and um, you know, I saw a guy today talking about the Cubs getting fleeced for for and they won the World Series. Like flags fly forever. Would you fucking wouldn't you throw Tatis in front of a moving van today if you could win the World Series? Wouldn't you fucking okay. run him over with a car?
0: If I knew for sure that was gonna get us a World Series, yeah, done. I'm putting that first. Yeah, here's, here's blasphemy, over. and I say this anyways, but. If you'd have told me if they'd have kept that 91 team together, that all star team mm-hmm. uh, together, it is like, you don't get Trevor Hoffman. All the moments you get the Potters, you don't get them, but you got to keep Sheffield and McGriff. Fuck off,
1: Trevor. You yeah. want the World Series. You want the World Series, man. And yeah. Because the thing about a World Series championship is. You always got it, man. Yeah. I remember. The Marlins have a The damn Marlins World got Series. it. Yeah, and you, the, the, uh. The, they
0: don't have to pretend that they weren't swept in the last World Series. They the were best
1: chant of all time, and it was so fun when I was a Yankee fan and the Red Sox hadn't won was 1918. I had a shirt. <laughs> like, you couldn't, they couldn't say shit. And you'd look at them and be like, 1918. You don't even have to throw 27 at me. You go, 1918. Yeah. And they're like, fuck! And they got nothing. <laughs> Fucking Ted Williams severed head. Oh, you know, God, like yeah. they got nothing. Yeah. And then they go in on their run and you're like, Alright, fuck, you own me you own us right now. But <laughs>
2: you wear a jacket, you zip it up. Yeah, like you zip it right like, up. Fuck throw <laughs> this
1: thing. Clean your car with that shirt yeah. now. Yeah. But uh no, it's it's you just I just get really I'm like, I sit there and I, I literally I lay in bed and I think about it, I'm like, all right, if he pans out and he pans <laughs> out, fuck, that's pretty good. I mean, but you look at that you if you watch the games every night, and I know you guys do. No. Yeah. You're like, you have your, you have your guy that comes through. You know Hosmer's been so good. He's been so clutch. And but like spangy has been hitting the ball well. I'm like, cool. Let's get him. He was a really high pick. Get him. Play him every day. Every lefties, righties. Let's let's see what this guy can do. Yeah. You know, because Gleyber Torres is hitting nine for the Yankees, but they don't sit him when there's a fucking right hander. No. Like they don't protect let's, him. Right. Let's see what. They you, can have do. You, you have
2: to. You have to.
0: Especially, dude, the season's
1: done. It's it's lost. Yes, right? it's done. It's like, you're not in it. You know, you're. you're um,
0: God, Glaver Torres has been so damn he's good. He's been so good. He's and Miguel. 554.
1: Look at, at Miguel 200. Andujar, too. I mean, yeah. the guy. There's another guy. He is yeah. a beast. Like, yeah. second. And that's why Jury's out there. Jury was supposed to be the third baseman this year. He. Got his migraines fixed, and he's fucking raking right now in Triple-A. And they've got...
2: Do you think that's a guy that can come over?
1: In a second. But I saw all these fucking people say, Oh don't want fucking Drury. I'm like, he, he's... a great piece. He's a great he piece. He plays left, right, second, third, and, third. and first. And he can, he can hit, and he can field, and he can hit with power, which right. are three things that V has been able to do one of. Yeah. And that's it with power. He's
0: not an everyday guy, but he's the guy he you could can kind of... could be, He could be. He could And you can plug him in pretty much anywhere.
1: He is... I think he is such a... I was really stoked when they got him because, again, it was like, oh, cool, this is a nice little piece for nothing. And then Andujar yeah. and came crushing. And then they got like, Clint Frazier's another one. He's he's blocked pretty yeah, would much. Would you flip like,
0: him for Hand or Ross?
1: I am not... I don't like Clint Frazier as a dude. <laughs> what's that? He rubs people the wrong way. He rubs me the wrong way. He's a fucking weirdo redhead. and I He cut his hair, though. He did, but he's fucking weird. There's something about him I don't like. It's probably that he tweeted how much he likes the chain smokers, like, two years ago. (laughs) And I was like, trade this fuck right now. (laughs) Like, if that's your taste, you don't belong in the fucking big leagues. Like, get the fuck out of here. I get it, he's a young kid. I'm not mad if they move Frazier for somebody. I'm There's really nowhere not. for him to go. There's no like like Gardner's gonna be done soon, but Aaron Hicks I love, uh, Judge player. I love, uh, obviously Stanton's fine. Yeah, but those, two, <laughs> two of those guys aren't <laughs> going anywhere. Does, any does that idea. kill you, oh, dude? Fucking kill Stanton's fine. You know Frazier I'm, is he's he's not the best looking guy. No, he fucking bugs me, dude. I don't know why. It's he's up tonight. Mm. God, he bugs me. He doesn't look right. <laughs> Put him into Oakland. He looks like he'd fit in <laughs> Oakland, you know? Oh, <laughs> He'd be loved in Oakland. That works God. well.
2: That works well. So let, let's do a couple, yeah. a couple more uh, Padre Twitter questions if people want to know. We appreciate We're coming up an hour and a half. We appreciate oh, you coming down with this, dude. Blast. Um, but a couple people want to know. Mark Manningface80, he wants to know, uh, who's your favorite MLB player and why?
1: Mine? Yeah. <sighs> My favorite MLB player... Is probably Didi Gregorius. Really? Yeah, man. I uh, when he's down, he had a really, really bad May. Uh, he just he's such a leader still, and mm-hmm. he still picks. He picks his. I don't know if you follow him on Twitter. He's a really good follow. Is he? The guy can hit three bombs and a grand slam. And when he gets on Twitter after a game, great game tonight by Seve. Great game by this guy this guy. He fucking he loves He does it. do that. Yeah, yeah. Every night he's amazing. He does that uh, interview stuff in the dugout, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, and he's he uh, I'd say two I'd say tied. I'd say Gregorius and Severino. Okay. Severino's um So Yankees. I'm, yeah. Of course. 100%. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean I can't even hide it.
2: So mine I mean, you guys didn't ask me, but my, so mine. Uh, <laughs> Next it, question. Going back to, uh, going back to uh, was it last year or two years ago? I loved Jose Fernandez. Oh, me too. I love so Jose much. Fernandez. Electric, oh, so trick. much. That's must see TV, no doubt. I've always liked when Bulldogs take them on. That's why I love
1: That's, our boy Bruff. Yeah, Bruffy. Bulldogs. See, right? we'll, Brough, we'll, I can hit off a of wood. He'll face I anyone, can, but
2: Bruff.
0: Bruff would set me up like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's well, dirty. Well, that's how dude. Fernandez was, dude. He's coming
2: right after you. Now, for me, that player since Jose Fernandez is dead, it's Max Scherzer.
1: Scherzer's a dude, beast. He's I so love to, fun watch to watch him pitch. Scherzer
0: is amazing because you look at the first half of his career. Detroit, he had that one real good year in Detroit. Yeah. Um, he wasn't great, but he was good in Arizona, and then he was really good behind Verlander for a couple of years, and then the Nationals paid him here, thinking, okay, let's see how long this contract's gonna last. He's been the best pitcher in baseball because Kershaw has been hurt since yep. they signed him. He's been unreal. He's basically made himself a Hall of Famer in the second half of his career.
1: The Bulldog mentality is something that Seve uh, has taken on for that team, too. And he's give him the fucking ball. He's, yeah. Give me the fucking ball. Yeah. Like, give it to me. I want it. I'm going to fucking I'm gonna be an ace. And they finally have a legitimate ace again. Yeah. Like a, a guy that you're like, all right, there's one. Yeah, I see got what one. you're
0: talking about, by the way, about these trade... Uh, well, well, the Yankees give up Sheffield for Hand. Oh, oh God. Fuck. <laughs> Sheffield's
1: like our three next year. Yeah. Like, it's... He's so good. Like, we don't need... we don't Like, our bullpen's pretty good. Like, it'd be nice to have Brad Hand, but...
0: I do have a good one. This is from MC Maggie at uh, Elephant Vanishes. Uh, she wants to hear your take on Super 2 system and generally how service time considerations <laughs> affects when prospects get called up. Actually, we just want to know if a hot dog is a sandwich.
1: A hot dog is not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. <laughs> exactly. 100%. It's a fucking hot dog.
0: H.J. Peller asks, what do you think of these?
1: I'm not a fan. No. Me, yeah, me neither. Not and that's fan. the
0: brown, old, 80s, mid-80s logo that wasn't used? <laughs> I, I told him it looks like an adult team that wanted to get a Potter uniform <laughs> yeah, for the uniform distributor. Yeah, yeah. And, and the guy's they like, like, well... Oh, we
1: can't really because of copyright, but here are these QJ versions. hundred percent. It's exactly... <laughs> what they look like. We can and, get it close. And you know, like I'm a guy too, I hated the Brown for a long time, but I, that, that that mock-up that came out, some of those mock-ups were fucking awesome. Oh, I yeah. was like, all right, I'm, I can get by. Gray and Brown still doesn't work for me. It's kind of iffy. It's weird. Yeah. And I, the reason I say it is because we all have it's it's still play ball, but we all still play ball. Yeah. Like, if you showed up and your manager's like, here you go, and you got brown pants, and you're like, (laughs) fuck you, I'm not playing this. And I wonder how many big leaguers have gotten to the show and been like, oh... It's like, like the uh, the like A's, A's yellow uniform. See, I like the A's yellow. I love. I almost got those for my A's. The yellow those pants too. No yellow pants. Yeah, white yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yellow shirt. How about like? Uh, or
0: is it the the White socks when they wear the all blue? All
1: blue. T- like uh. it's just you know like. You are gonna cut
0: them up, Chris Sale?
1: <laughs> but there's some of those mock-ups from that the Browns like cool that yeah. that it's distinctive. It sets you apart. But I always felt like some of the the unis, you know, if you're some of the old school Pottery ones like feel like you'd show up to the yard. or Andy Jones ones? and the, Yeah, okay. and got the and other team culverts. would be like. <laughs> 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 like, okay, so when we show up on Sunday, there's a team we play, and they all wear, like, pewter pants. Oh, wow. And we're like, dude, we're going to beat you by fucking 60. <laughs> it was uh, the team you played
2: on, the Grunts. No, yeah, there was a team called the Grunts. We had like pewter pants, and pewter, literal bro, oh. yeah, literal camouflage army. It's vests. the worst. It was the it's worst. Just ter- it's oh. then they terrible. It's uh, terrible. I dropped my phone. They have a team that we play now in the lower division. the twenty yeah. five. They're called the Brunch. Oh, dude, I've they, seen them. Their unis are great. Yeah, They're they have right. pancake stacks on their fucking that's pants. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah,
1: so. yeah, Bruff. Uh, we always give him a hard time because he always wants to go to brunch instead of play ball now. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> is, he,
0: is he still? Is he still blacklisted?
1: No, he plays for. He can play. Oh wow! Yeah, I actually yeah. had to. I had to go like, fucking deep. I deep had to like make phone calls to get him yeah. back in the But But uh, no, it's it's. The uniform talk wears me out, as you guys know. <laughs> Fucking pick one. And let's roll with it for the Just next. Just go with 50 the
0: '98s, dude, dude. When they're I clean, they're crisp.
1: They're classic. Fine. When
2: I asked you to come on, I said, "Hey, please come on. I promise we won't
1: talk you." Yeah, to yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> and here I am bringing it y- up.
0: You know what that fire reminds me of is when we were the Yankees and we went to was it Sportsland in El Cajon? Or yeah, batter's box, or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, "We can't do the Yankee logo because of copyright." But here's this kind of sort of Yankee. logo. It's like logo a kind of like, NY. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like the NYW, like an N-W. in the natural. You know, they're supposed to be major league teams, but it's not. Yeah.
1: It's, those are, they're, they're not mine. They're not my favorite, for sure.
2: So, last one. Someone uh, someone mentioned, they're like, oh, hey, uh, Woods is coming on. It's not Phil Hughes, but it'll do. Yeah, so you <laughs> it's close. Yeah, you got to interview uh, Phil Hughes on uh, 1090 yep. there. Um, what
1: was that like? He was great, man. Yeah. He, uh, I, Did my, you get to talk to him before you guys started? No, no, we just kind of put him on. Um, I was at his second major league game ever. I told him that. Mm-hmm. My dad and I were there. He took a no-hitter in the seventh, and they got hurt. And he was like, oh shit, really. He was like, oh wow, really? I was like, yeah, we were there in Arlington. My dad and I were like grabbing each other, like, holy shit, this is because we heard about him. Right. You know, we're like, fucking hey, this really got hurt. That kinda really was never the same after. Has had some really good years. But man, he's just that guy that he's not gonna get on Twitter and like argue with people. He just kinda is He seems to get it. Well, dude, he's made his money. He's got a smoking hot wife. He is stoked I'll to... I'll have to
2: research that for myself.
1: He's stoked, he's stoked to be there. Uh, and he, he said to us on the on the phone, he goes, honestly, I thought I was going to be DFA'd, so I'm fucking stoked to be here. We were like, that's the kind of... Yeah. Because we've interviewed... I've interviewed Lauer. I've interviewed Spangenberg. I've interviewed all these guys. And it's like, you ask them a question like, yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Help the team. And you're like, fuck, give me something. You know, like, yeah. let's have a conversation. Yeah, you know, just get it when I execute my pitches, and uh, yeah, it was good. And it's just like, I mean, Mackenzie Gore, like, yeah, he's holy really shit, sh- sh- man, fucking, <laughs> we, did, I threw two seamer and a four seamer, <laughs> you're like, you're sitting there on the phone, you're like, holy shit, yeah. That Phil's a guy, he's a seasoned big leaguer that can shoot the shit, yeah. and have a conversation. And gets it like he'll, he's like Weaver is another guy. Oh, like, I Weaver's him, amazing. I touch. wanted him to work out so bad and just have a really good year. And he, you can fucking wear him out. And I'll tell you guys a little secret. Um, I'll actually, I'll show you. You guys will get a kick out of this. So we, we lose yesterday in the playoffs. And uh, I came home and was still pretty fucking speeded up from the game. Uh-huh. And uh, I was really pissed. And I started working on next year, which starts. Three weeks from now, uh-huh. so oh, God. so I uh, I drop a text to.
2: Text. Shut the <laughs> fuck up! You he saw us Heath
0: Bell. You hit up Heath Bell. I have a great Heath Bell
1: story. So you know this story? No, sir. So,
2: I saw he was uh, he was on with you, right? he's has yeah. on. He was with Kaplan on his podcast. What's so, going on with that? So
1: Heater knows my wife's ex-landlord, uh-huh. Angela, is good friends with Heater. And she wrote me, and she's like, so I ran into them at the, the um, Lakeside Rodeo my brother-in-law was playing. And I ran into Heath Bell and Angela, and we were talking. And next day, I'm getting ready for the game on Sunday, and she shoots me a DM. And she's like, hey, what league are you in against? So I tell her. She's like, oh, Heath wants to come out and watch a game. I'm like, oh, yeah, any time. That'd be great. Like, Damian Jackson comes to our game. Like, it's yeah. cool. He comes in the dugout and, like, Tell stories. It's dope. Yeah. But he won't suit up. You're right. But he'll stand there and talk shit the whole time. Would you get your fucking elbow up. <laughs> like, I'll be at the dish and I'll hear like, I better see a fucking double. I'm like, DJ, oh shit, what's up? But, um, so then she's writing me. She's like, he's actually, uh, wants to know, like, do you need players?
2: Shut <laughs> the <laughs> fuck up. And I'm like,
1: man. I'm like, uh, yeah. And so I was talking to him the night before and he's like, he's like, yeah, man. He looks still to be in good shape. Yeah. I mean, he's never... He's never an Adonis. Yeah. Right. Um, and But he's like, still looks like he keeps it up. He's like, yeah. yeah, I throw BP like fucking 20 times a week to my kids and and their teams. And he's like, I'm still hitting 92, whatever. I'm like, sweet. Shut
2: the fuck so up. So I get home dude.
1: yesterday and I fucking hit up Angela. And I go, let me have Heater's number. And I texted him. And we had him on the air. And I told him. And we like were made, made a joke about it. Like, hey, come out and pitch for us. So yesterday I was like, you know what, fuck this. So I wrote him, I'm like, you in? He's like, I'm in. So, dude, he literally was like, all right, like, how much? What are you? I'm like, it's 160 bucks. white pants, I got a uni for you. Uh Um, Yeah, here's where the games are, here's when we start. Give me your email, I'll get you registered. You got to sign a waiver. He's like, done. No fucking So the fucking San Diego Athletics new closer... (laughs) is (laughs) is <laughs> you Heath fucking Bell. Now you're going to bring him in high
0: leverage situations <laughs> here? Absolutely. If I, need him eighth, if I need him in the 8th, if I need him in the
1: 8th, I'm using him in the fucking 8th. But he wants, he wants to swing it. Wow. He wants, you know, he wants to do all that shit. Wow. That's amazing. Now we got to go out. Oh, Yo, okay. yeah. Got now we got to go watch out. Watch so, I, I, he's like, He's like, well, how many guys you got? I'm like, don't fucking worry about it. Like, yeah. you want to play first or third and swing Short. it until you pitch? Like, you're you're in, dude. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we have a new member on our, our San Diego Athletics North <laughs> County team. Keith Bell will be our new closer.
2: Oh, man, managing is so hard. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, I gotta figure out. God, what am I gonna bring heater in? Watch him fucking get lit up too, dude. Oh God, I know it's gonna be great. Dude,
0: people are gonna step in the box and be like, "Oh shit, that's Heath. Oh, just I know. Like Zumaya. I yeah, Zumaia. Yeah, Zumaia. I
1: can't wait to see him fucking buckle a curveball. Oh, I know a slider. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> fucking watch some kids shit himself. So yeah, man, it's gonna be great. It'd be great to have him just <laughs> hanging around and talking shit and telling stories. He's and, a great guy. Actually, great guy. My yeah.
0: brother, the My brother. I'm the only one in my family, dad included, into baseball. And so I took my brother to his first game, and we were hanging out. You know, they had like the Padres Hall of Fame wall. Yeah. Um, so we're in there, and there's this little crevice, you know, where the players can go in and out. And who's fucking sitting there eating two cookies? Yeah. He, he fell. fell. Oh, Full yeah, uniform. yeah, he's uh, right. I, I walked by, and I'm like, Heater man, what are you doing? He holds up his handful of cookies, like I'm just getting a pregame snack, boys. I love. I want to hear you loud and proud out there. He's no, a great he's guy.
1: he's a really good dude, and and uh, I haven't I've known we've talked before, but uh, the fact that he may be out there, you know, every Sunday, every other Sunday, is pretty rad. Yeah, and I'm like, you got, I go, I got to get you in five games, so you can qualify for playoffs. That's really all I give a shit about. So make it to five games, and then we'll. I mean, honestly, though, on my team, he's probably hitting seventh. Well, yeah, yeah. And we got some really good fucking players, younger, right. younger to players say to say the least. So. <laughs> to say the least. But yeah, man, it was. Uh, it's gonna be pretty dope. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah.
2: Well, you can find uh, Stephen Woods there on Sundays, managing his way to another adult league championship. with it's, His new closer. It's the this only.
1: We've won, my team has won Palm Springs, we've won San Diego, we've won LA, we've won Vegas, we won Arizona, the World Series, we have yet to win a Sunday championship in North County. Oh, wow. It's been the, I told my wife last night, you realize I'm doing this until I fucking have one. (laughs) Yeah, I have a I have a closet full of trophies from the hardest tournaments in Southern California. We've won them all. Right, I cannot win fucking Sunday League in North County. Is it that good up there? It's, it's the good, league, right? but like we were the fucking one seed.
0: Yeah. Like we should have won. Comparable and, to SDABL because we were all in PBL together. Yeah. Now, to me PBL was really uber competitive. And that's pretty good because everybody was pretty much on the same level. I'll just say we walked that league off. By the way, I just want to throw that out. It's there. It's very oh. uh, much, but compared to
1: SDABL, much better, much better, much better. Like, better fields. Way better well, yeah. fields, way better umpires that actually give a shit that aren't on fucking meth. <laughs> well, you guys don't get uh, Viola Davis out there? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah. and just the wor- where'd that miss, Blue?
0: I ain't gonna tell you. Yeah. Why?
1: Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and uh, the comp is, like, there's 16 teams in the league. Oh, my God. And, you know, there's your eight, there's your five really good, your four pretty fucking good can beat you on any day, your three average but growing yeah. and getting better every year and then there's your turds like, like the titans yeah but you play the turds <laughs> you only the, the difference is in this you play the turds once right you play every fucking team and like it's really fun you don't see the same dipshits every week you know and so i love it man son and it's the one how many
0: how many games do you play against the uh the eight guys like
1: oh we don't have the nine guys showing up we gotta it never happens never it, it's so rare that that's happened in the last four years. And, wow. But it's the literally the one league that we cannot win. Like, we won Zona last year. We won the World Series, which is just the best competition in the country. Oh, yeah. Teams from Dallas, Long Island, Scottsdale, fucking L.A. Like, you're, the pitchers were ungodly. And we fucking rolled. Like, we went out and partied every fucking night. Stayed <laughs> up all night. Went out, beat the shit out of fucking teams. Went out and partied again. And we fucking dominated. We got rings, the whole bit. And it was like, holy shit, that was good. And we we weren't even I didn't even sweat. Wow. Like my team was so good and put together and our pitching was so good. Didn't even break a sweat. That's what like, it is in adult league. People yeah. don't realize like there's a lot of teams can smash pitching it, and defense. Pitching and defense yeah. in adult league. If is you can it. play D, you're you're you got to have good. at least one
0: guy that can give you five or six good and two, yep. or, two or three guys who can swing it. Can, I, every one, one of my guys it. went
1: fucking CG, dude. It was amazing. Wow. It was just incredible. Of course they did. And now he yeah. added Heath Pal. And now we got Heath Pal. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so now on. they're not
0: gonna go CG just so you can get the save. 100
1: percent. They go eight now.
0: Yeah. He's on Twitter
2: at the Stephen Woods. Uh, Again, you can find him. World Cup Woods right now. Yeah, World Cup Woods, baby. Ben and Woods on the Mighty 1090, San Diego Sports Later. Thanks for coming in, man.
1: Oh, my pleasure, dude. Thank, uh, Thank you guys for having me.
2: Yeah, so hey, we'll check in with you guys next week. We're out of here.